Dorktales presents Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Dragonlance, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, here on Dork Tales. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, a pleasure to meet you. I'm Kelly. I'm your dungeon master for this adventure. I use he and him, and I am so excited to be here because I have been a fan of Dragonlance since I was, oh, 10, 11 years old. And I know a bunch of us, uh, I pick some of the best players and, and most passionate Dragonlancers um, that I could find, as well as some other nerds that just seem to fit. Um, so, uh, welcome. So this is going to be our session zero. Today we are going to be building the characters, or at least talking about the characters we've built, making some connections, explaining the way the campaign is going to work for you. If this is something that you are not interested in, go ahead, skip to episode one. It's going to be out in a week, uh, Wednesday nights on Twitch and Friday nights on YouTube. Uh, podcasts will be coming eventually, but I'm going to figure out the schedule for that in a little bit. Um, so um, we're going to go around and introduce ourselves in a second, but first I just want to say Welcome, and uh, what is Dork Tales? So, this is your first time tuning in. Dork Tales is a, an actual play uh, tabletop RPG channel that runs out of the Pacific Northwest of Canada, kind of just above Seattle and nearish to Vancouver, but not quite. Um, we're a bunch of lifetime nerds and dorks who get together to play role-playing games. Some of us are, uh, are professional performers, writers, and the rest are just super dorky. Um, and it's really good to uh, to be able to play these games with people we love. So uh, if you're joining us, come. It's going to be a great experience. Uh, and if you don't know what Dragonlance is, Dragonlance is... It's, it's a long-form story that basically revolutionized uh, what fantasy modules could be. So modules being pre-made adventures for your Dungeons & Dragons games. Um these games um, were, were very rote, very mission-based before Dragonlance, and then when uh, Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman came out with their first book and their first modules, it completely changed the landscape and had a profound impact on both role players and on readers. And uh, it, it, if you had to sum it up real quick, it is the um, it's D and D Star Wars, like it is the Star Wars of D and D, like the old trilogy. Um, it's high fantasy. It's epic. Uh, and hell, this game, Shadow of the Dragon Queen, even has their settings version of Darth Vader, Lord Soth. Um, so, uh, and with that little minor spoiler, we are going to be talking about spoilers, uh, at least in so much as uh, you would need to set up your characters and to go into the plot. I'm not going to go into anything else because I don't want my players to be spoiled. So if you've read the book, please don't post it in the chat. Don't post it on our Discord so they don't have to read it and that they can enjoy the module. Uh, I assume that you guys know there are going to be lances and dragons. Wait, what? Lances? Hey, Wait. You, you said no spoilers. Okay, that's fair. Yes. Uh, I thought so, we said sure? Star Wars. I was playing prepping for pew pews and stormtroopers. I want my yeah, lightsaber. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I was going to have a lightsaber. You can still have a lightsaber. I mean, saber. I do have one. Just cast light, <laughs> then use a saber. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so we're going to talk about some minor spoilers. If you want to go in completely blind, go to episode one. Um, but honestly, everything here is something that you're going to be able to use at the table, hopefully. Uh, so what this session is going to be about, we're going to summarize 
basically like everything we're going to talk about, we're going to summarize the way the game is going to work for us. Um, we're going to talk about a bunch of things like uh, our tone, our content, our house rules. Uh, shout out to our artist Kiyoshuki who did this amazing art that you saw on the pre-roll. Um, shout out to Michael, our graphics guy who did all of these frames. And I have to say one thing real quick before we go into it. These these overlay frames you're looking at right now, these are, are the temp holding ones for session zero. These are not the actual ones. He's done such an amazing job with those. It's gonna blow your mind. The one thing I do want to point out though is the uh the door kills dice at the bottom corner is on fire. It's so good. It looks so good. So I'm pretty pleased about that. <laughs> um, now you figured right. it out. It's great. Surprising. Nether Deep could have had like pinky things. I know. Mage, Mage season two is going to have something pretty cool. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, Mike's already designed You're welcome the season for the suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, folks, uh, what we're going to do now is uh, we're going to do a round robin to introduce. Well, sorry, we're going to do a round table to introduce ourselves. Sorry, Robin. Uh, to introduce ourselves and tell you who. As we are I as say people. every time, I know I've put on a bit of weight, but man, <laughs> COVID has been I'm rough on, on everyone. Okay. <laughs> I have to say it every time we say round robin, sorry. It's all right. Off. All right, so we're going to jump into this. Uh, 30, 60 30 to 60 seconds. Um, let's do it. So hi, everybody. I'm Kelly. Uh, like I said, he and him. I'm the Dungeon Master here. Been a fan of Dragonlance since I was about 10. Uh, I'm an American who has escaped to Canada and has been living here for the past years. Um, and uh, I'm a former professor of creative writing uh, who became a... Twitch streamer and YouTuber, thanks to a, a minor pandemic making me lose my job. <laughs> and briefly was hired as a professional LARPer at a lighthouse, but that fell through because of the pandemic too, which I'm really sad about. They took my measurements. I was going to, I was going to be Willem Dafoe. It was going to be great. Um, so that's me excited to be here. Um, and I can't wait to share this adventure with you. Uh, Christine, why don't you go next? Hello, I'm Christine. I uh, use she, her pronouns. Um, I am Lady Liliana on Twitch as well as several different social medias. So have fun finding those. Um, yeah, otherwise, I don't know. I'm uh, a history major and secretarial admin. Nice. So, and you're a huge dork, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Totally. Nice. Uh, and uh, you're still trying to develop the voice for this character, so not quite there yet. It'll come before next session. Uh, but yes, right. and I also do stream myself on my my Twitch channel. So nice. Uh, all right, let's pass over to Chris. Hey, Chris. Hello, I'm Chris. Um, I use he, him, or they pronouns. I'm super excited for this. Dragonlance was like one of those first series that I was just like, yes, uh, when I was younger. Um, uh, it was uh, something that uh, um, uh, opened up uh, my uh, book to Wises and Hickman, some of their other writing as well, which I enjoyed um, and uh, bonded with with uh, one of my grandparents over. Uh, so I uh, actually inherited his uh, all of his collection uh, when he passed on. He had so many. So uh, this uh, setting is like awesome. I love it. I have a lot of fond memories of it, um, uh, even outside of the books. And uh, I've been gaming for... Oh God, D and D, well over twenty five years or more. I think I'm actually one of the one of the many people in our normal friend circle, or one of the few people in our friend circle who didn't get introduced to uh, RPGs by from Kelly. 
um, a lot of uh, the people that we've LARPed with and stuff have got introduced to it by Kelly. Um, and uh, super excited to be here uh, and uh, with this group of people too. Like uh, the the chat has like that we've had while planning it has just been absolutely lit. Like it's been uh, amazing just talking about everything and I can't wait to see how this goes. And otherwise, yeah, I got to stop now. I'll, I'll just keep going. So uh, I'm happy to be Great. here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've been gushing about this nonstop since the module was announced. So you were the first person I wanted in the game. Yeah. Um, what was, did you have one last thing? Oh, I was going to say who I was playing, but uh, realized we'll, we're we'll not get to that, that in a minute. Yet. We'll get to that yeah. in a minute. Um, all right, it. let's pass down to Robin. Hello, I'm Robin, or second gen gamer in the chat. Um, I am a, I guess I can't really say new addition to Dark Tales. I've been with you guys for like two, almost three years now. So it's, it's been, it, I, I'm not the newbie, but uh, I, my dad, recent my, not recently my dad grew up playing a D D, so i he showed me during high school his his character sheets and i was gonna make a character sheet and play it but it never happened but i've always wanted to play D D. and the pandemic hit and i uh, was introduced through friends to dork tales and started playing and then i basically didn't ever want to leave and i forced myself in and was like let me play games with you guys i like the clicky clicky methy rocks um and I am a huge fantasy nerd. I didn't read Dragonlance going up, but Kelly uh, lent me the first book, Autumn of Twilight. Yep, I totally had to just double check the thing. Um, and I instantly fell in love with a certain, certain Kender. Um, and I then begged Kelly to let me in this game because I was like, Ah, oh, this is great. Um, but yeah, um, super excited to be in this in this game, and I am a huge dork, and uh, ex super excited to be part of this this campaign. I can't wait to see what you twist with this. Yeah. It's good. It's going to be fantastic to have you. And I have lots of questions uh, that I will probably levy you in the middle of game about different vintages of wine and ale and things because you're a professional uh vinter and brewmaster in real life right so oh uh, yeah my my <laughs> my my real life job is is a professional uh booze maker <laughs> it's <nice>. true <laughs> yeah. and you know way more about it than i do um speaking of uh you're talking about uh kender so let's go to the next troublemaker on the list hey cal welcome to an actual dork tales game my bud uh-oh what have I done? It's not what you yeah, have. Yeah, I'm the newbie new. now. One of us. You fool. Uh, well, newbie in the sense that I'm uh, new to Dork Tales, but uh, boy, did I feel old when Robin was like, my dad used to play D&D, AD&D, and I'm like, that's that's how he learns. Yep. <laughs> Dungeons. Yep. But to be fair, they were decade-old books when I got my hands on them yeah so. i was gonna say my dad played in high school when his mother I, thought that he he was gonna like learn satanism or something because she's an extremely christian woman and and he did him and his yeah exactly <laughs> it's true just and now look, it's true now now you're playing the devil's game <laughs> exactly uh but yeah the uh it was one of those things looking back now i'm like wow i can say i've actually been dming um more than playing for like two decades now and it was one of those things where oh i want to play a game oh i don't have any of the books oh i've just got these old books yeah 
I guess I need to run a game at 15 years old myself. Is yeah. anybody else in that? No, 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 man. I didn't. I, I grew up in the middle of Missouri. Like <laughs> I, I, my first role-playing book was a copy of volume two of Encyclopedia Magica for second ed. And I didn't know how to read it. I remember looking at like 1d6, 2d6 and being like, why is there algebra? Math? Why is what? there, al I don't understand this because there was no context, right? They don't put a key at the beginning of those books because they assume that if you have that book, you're going to look it up. That you already know it, right? Uh, yeah. No, Dragonlance was my D&D for the longest time. But um, I, speaking of too young to 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 play the <laughs> the devil's game, um, I was too young to read all of these. And it was kind mm. of like one ear and out the other. So like all the books blend for me over the course of like 12 to like 15 when I read them. And so when Kelly, mm. you were like, oh, no, remember a blah, blah, blah. And like the, the refugees. And I'm like, oh, that's oh, that's at the end of the right. Right. Yep. And they get captured. And then the draconic. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. No so spoilers been, for the books either. It's been it's been fun. Nice. And uh, Cal, where we can where can we find you normally? Because you are a podcaster. Yeah, normally I do podcasts about very serious things like um mm -hmm. like 90s wars. cartoons. Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Yeah. Beasties in Canada. So if you like no. Transformers, uh, <laughs> uh go to YouTube and check or any streaming service and check out a laser comb podcast. Laser, nice. like I'm a fire in my laser. Yeah, it's spelled weird. Um all right, and finally, last but not least, the the oldest member of my personal adventuring party, uh, who has been playing games with me for I don't want to say because that makes us uh, it, it's for a couple of years at least. Uh, hi, Jen. Hi, hi. I'm Jen. Uh, use she her pronouns. Um, yeah, it's been a while. Um, and while I knew about uh, D and D uh, three point five at that point. Um, and and gaming before you, um, you were the one who really dragged me into it. So uh, thank you for that. Um, but mostly I play World of Darkness and uh, you can find me um, as Achille Daniels in the chat um, and in other such games like Victorian Era Mage or um, Breaking Tradition or in the future, potentially the zero sum technocracy zero sum the, the, yeah so. the one that you're going to run if we get one more patron on patreon.com yeah but we'll talk about that close. at the end of the stream yeah very close um but yeah no uh as for dragonlance i honestly it is it is the type of book that i definitely can see my younger self reading but i have no recollection of it um mm -hmm. so i might might have i might not have because um i grew up in a small town with um we you know how there's the saying that canada is like 10 years behind the u.s in like getting trends and stuff like that yeah. my town was about 10 years behind canada <laughs> so <clears throat> in the early 2000s you could probably say it was like the 80s um nice. in terms of finding media and anything like that um so I don't know if I just didn't know they existed or if I knew they existed and devoured them. I don't have any copies though. So did you, did you read a lot of, um, uh, dragon riders of Pern? Cause I'm, my library yes. was full of those. Yes. 
again, I That's don't what recall. what I grew up on. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I read a lot of nerds. Tamora Pierce. Oh, yeah. I read sense. a lot of Tamora yes. Pierce um, and some other things. Yes, but, I read, yep. Yeah. Um, nice. In any case, since uh, I did want to join this campaign and i really thank you and everyone for uh making it so that i can because this is basically my only free night of the week <laughs> that works not anymore <laughs> not anymore um and uh but i i wanted to play this game i really love well i started reading or listening to the audiobooks and just absolutely i've devoured like three or four books now um and have absorbed all of the lore uh so i have reasons for why my character is the way they are because it's, uh, it's funny how that's, this series does that to you it yeah. does any good fantasy saga will do that so why don't we talk about our characters let's go in reverse order so jen you you're just talking about characters so what i'd love you to do yeah. is describe don't spoil any of your characters big secrets but tell us who you're playing and <laughs> uh a little bit about them <clears throat> Okay. Um so I'm I'm going to do something a little fun because I haven't yet tried out my potential accent uh in front of people. All so right. we're going to see how this goes, but um hello, my name is Hazel Nightingale or Night Granite, Night Granite. Huh. I keep wanting to say Nightingale, but um Hazel Night Granite, I'm a mountain dwarf from the city of uh Torbarden and uh yeah, that's that's pretty much that. I'm a lunar sorcerer uh so my moon is lunatari um and that's or at least that's where i am right now we'll see what happens always have that black robe on standby um <laughs> right so uh for those who don't know the dragon Lance cosmology uh the planet has three moons uh a white moon a red moon and a black moon uh which represent uh good neutrality and evil respectively or basically defense neutral magic and offensive magic can also be kind of read in there yeah. um ambition. And that, ambition cunning guile um and it definitely did not affect our our homebrew world of elos here because we had we had three moons and then i blew one up um because <laughs> i'm like it's not dragon lance if i blow it up <laughs> actual go. thought behind it um <laughs> Cool. That's going to be really good. Jen, I really like the idea of seeing a character who maybe didn't even have any knowledge of the moon because a mountain dwarf yeah. living in a mountain. Um, yeah. I actually did somebody did see in the chat that somebody mentioned um, that they were surprised to see a dwarf with magic um, because of the gray gem races and a whole bunch of dragon lore stuff. And there are, I, I just want to say there are dwarves that do have magic, but most of the time they just are themselves in the mountain and all of that and i didn't want to be that because how could i travel with these wonderful people if that was me so <laughs> yeah well and and like if jen picks something for a character and there's a lore reason like you're a professional librarian and researcher you're gonna find yeah. you're gonna find the, the 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 examples and rules it's gonna it's it's always great because I, I was so like, pedantic do with do you that? and you're just like you give me a bullet <laughs> list of why i was wrong and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry it was okay i literally it was okay. It said was once i was like i don't mean to be pedantic but this <laughs> it's so long as you lead in with that and yeah. it was me skimming the module uh, the first day i got it and i'm like oh balls because the module we'll talk about that in a little bit but the module changed quite a few things about the way sure. that the tests of high sorcery work um because yeah. in the original novel you go to the tower 
and you take your test and you probably die or you maybe you succeed and you get a cool makeover you know yep. with glowing skin and hourglass eyes and um and you got into the world but in this one you start at the tower you so you visited the tower uh, at level one usually uh, and your test does not have to take place at the tower that's all i will say cool um they they're they try to go back to the southern continent as little as possible because okay. it's this 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 is really set in the northern continent where most of the story has never taken place before which kind of interesting cool. but I, i'm super excited about her um what what feat did you end up taking because in Dragonlance you get a free feat at level one yeah but i have to take well oh, because right. of the way i did it um because my background is a uh, mage of high sorcery um mm. i have to take the initiate uh of high sorcery and, uh feet, nice and that, so. and that gives you a bunch of like extra extra spells and things like that right yeah it gave me a, a couple of extra spells um based on the moon that i chose so yeah nice all right so cal why don't you tell us about your character oh right yeah uh i liked the spelling I was like messing around with names in Final Fantasy and typical Elven names. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to combine this and this. And I was like, it looks like Oren Tiros. And I do, but it can also be like Aaron Terrace. And I'm like, both of those sound kind of cool, but I'm just going to go with Oren for Oron. now. Oren. And, uh, started off as a as a ranger and then kind of talked and then kind of got my costume together and then i'm like you know what also it's me like yeah. I, I, i'm gonna play a, i'm gonna be talky not talk over people but i'm gonna be i gotta i gotta play a character at least as mm. uh, charismatic as me right so, so, so at who least is this 10 yeah uh, so well he's got pointy ears he's a little bit shorter mm. than most people uh and he's no. from Qualanesti. okay which yeah, is like the elf. like that's like what like west Qualanest, coast elf yeah. <laughs> it's best coast elf it's it's like yeah. the berkeley elves like you know liberal west coast you know it's you know what they're the elves from like the dragonlands version of get out like they're like <laughs> the family from get out. i i would have i would have voted for lord soth twice <laughs> Well, that's the um, that's the East Coast elves. I thought Sylvanesti right? was more, anyway, but Sylvanesti so... are like the the really isolationalist ones. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. And Qualanesti so... are like the oh no, we want to interact with the other races and trade with them. And nice. I mean, they're still elves, but they're still elves, still elves, still <laughs> still still getting the weird the weird looks from everybody. Um, and so Just you went a with a bard. What's what's your instrument? Which instruments uh, did you take? I get three instruments. And as funny as it would be, it's really impractical to walk around with, like, uh, what What was it? Um, you want the guitar so you could do the, the Rodel No, we Dorado. really wanted you to have the cello. Well, <laughs> yeah, we wanted yeah, you to have the cello. You. I like wanted a, you to have like the grand a, piano. Standing, <laughs> grand piano, standing cello, and, um, uh, like, 200-pound, like, drum kit. Timpanies. Uh, oh, you wanted to play the timpanies, yeah. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Timpanies. Just play are the sledge. Play the sledgehammer. A one hand, one hand band. One one hand band. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> for the Dorktail only bands. Uh, right. He, he plays the spoons and he snaps. That's <laughs> just oh two blades God. of brass. You got I, two spoons. 
I'm just picturing your character as that dude on TikTok who goes around behind his mom with the trombone and narrates her life. <laughs> I know I'm not going to be that annoying because I, I need to gauge like the relationship, particularly with the dwarf and the kender in here. Yeah. Right. And then like find that middle ground. Right. Because one of us has to be cantankerous. One of us has to be way too silly. I wonder who that's going to be. And then like somewhere there's got to be middle ground and we don't have a half elf. This is true. This is true. I tried. So, nobody, nobody bit. Um, so uh quick question. Uh, in Dragonlance, um, everybody gets a feat at first level because it's a very rough module. Um, I have expanded the list beyond what they did. So you got a feat that not everybody had access to. Uh, you took, what was it? Uh, Observant? I took, <laughs> we didn't write it down when we did the thing, but it's observant. It's, it's observant. I'm pretty sure that's what, that's, that's which one it's called. Yeah. Um, so, um, your character is, I actually really like your character. I think he's going to be a lot of fun. He is definitely Thank going to you. Be, be some levity into this, but also has the capacity to be a very deep character. Observant. I, I'll try. Say, yeah. yeah. Like, um, I, I'm still, uh, figuring out the, well, we'll get into it, but the, the character's like voice and everything I've come up with has sounded villainous. I think you just need to put a little more, you know, who in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like what, what era of Keanu are we? Like, I don't think he's back. Of the I don't think I'm back. I don't think I'm back yet. I think you need to go. I so need, not I think... quite, not quite turn of the millennium. No, but, you need to put some sweet November in there. Ooh, yeah, that, that's hard. That's nuanced, Keanu. That's a, that's a deep. I'm a I'm a Keanu mega fan. Does, so, does anybody else want to hear the villainous voices? Kyle I want to hear the villainous voice real quick. Yeah, right. I want to hear the villain voices. Come on. Okay, so I've been like combing through a lot of my favorite different voices, and <clears throat> I accidentally fell on something a little like Orochimaru from Naruto, Ooh. and I was like, well. That's a little bit too British and too evil. So if I make it a little bit deeper and I make it a little bit less British, maybe it sounds a little bit elven. Mm, I good. mean, I can be short and I can be skinny, but it doesn't mean I have to be evil. Yeah, that's a good that's voice. Sounds can you be spelt. green? Can you be is that, is that it? Right just lowering it? I think that's, I think that's yeah. pretty good because it's, it's, like, it's got some rasp to it. Like it's got a little bit of texture. Yeah, is it, it's, is, it's it is it is it too textury to be an elf though? No, you're mm. you're a bard. You're a bard. I think it's I think mm. it's great because that way it's, you can have it like honestly, it honestly sounds like at least one audiobook narrator uh, voices Tannis like a little like like it's it's very similar. I, I think I think I know quite of what you speak. Interesting. Yeah. It sounds like your like your voice box and your like throat is made out of velvet. Yeah, it's lovely. It's yeah, do some, do like, some. I I will listen to you talk in that voice all night. <laughs> Too bad I don't do my podcast can... with this voice. My podcast mm -hmm. like, <laughs> hey guys, today we're talking about Transformers. This one's a cheetah. All right, speaking of a cheetah, um, <laughs> a thief and a cheetah. Hey, Robin, tell me about your kinder. Excuse me, excuse me. I I don't thief. I find things. I'm a finder. I'm a very good finder. 
I suppose it depends on whether or not it was already on somebody when you found it. I you got to read the the feat that I wrote for her because it's got super shade in it. Oh, there's so much. I don't know if I was allowed to read it, but I did. You can you can read it. I don't care. Yeah. Um. But yes, I am playing Razira Moonbrush, who is a Kender, and I went oh so basic bitch with Kender Rogue because. You got to. You got to. Um, also, I've I've been wanting to play for Rogue for a while, so um, this will be exciting to do, to do a little bit of roguing. Um, but Razira is a just she's. I'm looking forward to playing a kind of that wonder, that childlike innocence of wanting just to adventure and make friends along the way and kind of she's just grown up she was a, a shopkeep with her traveling uh salesman father who took her around everywhere and that's how she started to see the world and she kind of got a taste for that um but she is a the roguiest rogue you will ever rogue and i am super excited i i think we talked about voices a little bit and i and just a tiny bit of a little little tiny bit of an irish inflection on her so she's just a bit high and Kind of mm-hmm. getting that uppity voice without going because I've realized I have Nell and Fadia who are also high pitched voice, which mm. were counterpoints from Ivy down there. So I was like, I, I'm you're, swinging ways again. So your your character in a game that's coming out in in March April needs to have a low voice. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm planning a low voice for that one because I know that it's just I'm, a matter of time. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so Rosiria, uh, or mm-hmm. pardon me, Rosira, um, yeah, no, I realized I've been saying Rosiria in my head, but then I looked at my character sheet, I'm like, oh, I put only one eye in there or two eyes. Only one eye. She's a cyclops. Um, so, uh, everybody gets a free feat at character creation, mm-hmm. but, um, when we were looking at this, we, we've been planning to run Dragonlance for, oh, since, uh, Dragonlance was in Unearthed Arcana. And uh, the Unearthed Arcana Kender, and in case you aren't sure what a Kender is, a Kender is kind of like a halfling in Dragonlance. They're actually a gnome subtype, um, but they they look and act very much like halflings do in D&D 5e's kind of standard, like kind of like they're lightfoots. Um, but they are creatures that are immune to fear. They, they simply do not have the emotion. Um, and they also are um, unconscious kleptomaniacs. Mm-hmm. Um, and like they will steal anything that's not nailed down and not realize that they're doing it. They just pick things up and put them in their pockets. Uh, and that was one of the things that were that was in the original Kender build for Unearthed Arcana, and they took it out for this one uh, because it. Well, I think a lot of people didn't like it. However, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic, and it's a great way to incentivize plot development. Um, so what we did was we looked at the feats that were available for a level one character and, um, one of them was skilled. So what we did is we, we gutted that kind of made it a version of skilled slash expert and added this, uh, this thing back into it. So you now have, I'm not sure what we're calling it. Is it a light handed or borrower? I'm not sure which one's better. I kind of like light handed. Um, cause it is, yeah. Cause this is, it's, it's. I think it can take away that maybe slightly like if I was just reading a comment in the chat about maybe Wizards of the Coast took it away or 
that finding was very hard to go to kleptomania, which is an actual mental disorder. So I find mm-hmm. light-handed yeah. also stays away from that kind of thing. And I also just think it sounds very like, yeah, you're just light-handed. You're yeah, just fair. Weird. It was so, also not always a, a great thing uh, to play with uh, sometimes because some people would use it oh, yeah. as a, like, I'm going to be that uh, asshole player to everyone yeah. else. And you're doing something cool. Well, I'm going to steal your stuff because I'm a kender and that's what I do. And yeah, uh, I, I do like uh, the way that uh, the, the, the feet uh, from like looking at it and when we were talking about it, uh, the design, because it's just so much more like in my mind, like lighthearted and um like kind of like uh just it's just like oh oh hey i i have this and it's like i don't know yeah. where i got it but i have no control over it so it's not something yeah. that's actively that kind it's of not a actively malicious is yeah mm. yeah and, it, and and i'm not gonna play the type of character that's gonna like a steal from the party for grown-ups just, yeah just also just steal at really bad times like for me it's gonna be either like it, you know it'll be a plot thing that kelly decides that something my character has this in their hand it's like oops how to get their kind of thing um when Mm -hmm. needed but i'm not gonna just constantly be going and stealing everything because Mm -hmm. that's not fun and that's not fun to watch not fun for the other players i'm really trying to play the light-hearted fun kind of aspect to that that i really love from tass when i was reading Mm -hmm. the book because it's just like (laughs) he's great and i love him yeah i I think I think the feet in your character are going to have the the wonder about yeah. it, and, and that's, that's mm-hmm. I, I like that a lot. Kender, she grew up on of... the road, and she wants to continue to like fill out the map in her head, kind of thing. Like that's mm. basically that, like wanting to just travel and see everything. Hey, Jen, you have more work to do. Eric just joined the Patreon. Yeah, so, okay, thanks for that, Eric and Norse Foundry. Ah! Um, so, two things real quick. Number one, um, if you're watching, um, at the end of the episode, we're going to have a draw for a lovely set of uh, metal Norse Foundry dice, including a boulder, a big chonker, like they're like golf ball size, 20, 24 millimeter D20s. Um, do not roll them on glass tables. I mean, do if you want to, it's <laughs> your life. If you like your glass table, I would not recommend it. If you would like to demo, like demolition, your glass table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you don't need your glass table anymore, go for it. That so that'd be interesting to watch. Yeah, do we want that uh, open from the beginning to sign up. For yeah, let's go ahead. So way? at this point, if you okay. uh, so if you're watching on Twitch Live right now, uh, go ahead and do you have a keyword picked out, Christine? Yes, exclamation mark Norse, N O R S E, and type that in the chat, and that will enter you into the giveaway. I believe. We are doing where you have to be here when we pull it at the end. Yes. In order to um, actually receive it, because we will need a little information from you. And there is a caveat about this. Uh, the dice can be won uh, in the physical form to anyone who lives inside of the United States um, because of shipping requirements and shipping expenses. Uh, if you live outside of the United States, though, you can still win a gift certificate. So um, they are providing a gift certificate to anybody who lives outside of the United States. And Eric, is that continental United States or is that all United States? Please let me know in the chat. Um, But you will be getting a gift card otherwise, which still pretty cool. Um, And best part about this, Norse Foundry, um, who have been great supporters of the channel. I don't have my Norse Foundry dice out right now because my dice are put away. um, Have provided some wonderful dice to roll with that betrayed me horribly in the favor of the players last night. They were so nice to us last night. They were so nice. They're very nice players. 
all perfect um so that that was that was a wonderful thing they're they're a great company that do a lot of fantastic games of their own so go find them on twitch as well and shop for them for the holidays um you can use code dorktales10 to save 10 percent off any order you have and that will work with the gift card i think or the gift certificate if you win that um but the best part I, is i want so many of their dice on there it's, i want all of their gemstones but um the the last thing is that we're going to be giving away a set of dice for episodes um one and two as well and i think was it one two and three or just one and two do we have it four times or five it's five it's five times i think so yeah so one two and three so during our break on episodes one two and three we will be giving away more of them from norse foundry so definitely come and watch and uh hopefully you win some dice and then now that's taken care of i wanted to say so the feat that that uh razira has is light-handed you gain proficiency in sleight of hand you also gain expertise in this skill which means that your proficiency bonus is doubled okay this is pretty standard through some of the feats that exist in the book however instead of taking a plus one to an ability score uh she has this benefit you also have a habit of finding useful objects that have found their way into your possession through no fault of your own as an action, you can search your pockets or a similar container you're carrying and pull out a random object from the table below. This object leaves your possession after one hour, though you may find it again with future rolls. You can use this ability a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus and regain all expended uses on a long rest. Kender should beware. Many of these items have owners who tend to become strangely belligerent when someone finds their lost items. Uh, and it is a D20 list that expands to a D100 list I am curating right now. Uh, the D20 oh list God, is... Uh, so Robin, do you want to roll a D20 or a D100, just for an example? I would love to roll a D100, because I was reading some of those. And I, I really hope at some point during the game... Um, which number is it? So um, I got to thank my, uh, the Discord, the Durkill's Discord provided yeah. 150 yeah. examples that I'm still weeding through, because some of them are real good. Yeah. Um, I am going to roll my North Foundry D100. Okay. Uh, that is Jesus. Well, I rolled a hundred. I rolled a roll. hundred. See, this is how good these dice are. You should definitely enter. Uh, well, so that, that's that, the last time that's going to happen. <laughs> uh, so yep. that you will find in your pocket, a treasure map that may or may not be from this area or lead to actual treasure. Uh, so it's good. it's basically an automatic trinket table, um, a cookie cutter that you can't tell what it is, a book with the title Dragons Gone Wild full of blank pages, um, an invitation to a party dated 500 years in the future, a fully used ticket to the Witchlight Carnival, 13, mm -hmm. the th uh, 13 of spades playing card, uh, a compass that points east, a box of burned matches, a prosthetic leg. These are things that you can pull out of a backpack. <laughs> So Resulta? this is going to be great. Uh, yeah. And because uh, because Soul Omen in the chat, uh, one of our demonic producers rolled an eight uh, on the basic table, that would be a spool of yarn or a package of chalk. And on the advanced table is a jar of pickled ochre. I don't even know what huh. that is. Delicious. Hey. It's one of those things I've heard of so many times, but I've never looked up. I don't know what it's, it is. It's 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 the what they used to like. It's like a thing that they use in like Louisiana to. It's it's in gumbo. Mm -hmm. That's okra. I love how many people are enjoying oh, dragons gone okra, wild. Okra is like something that they used to use for makeup. I thought. 
weird. Why is it pickled then? I don't know. I'm going to be going through this. I'm going to be going through this. Because the sound might be. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really want you to yeah. at some point roll a twenty-eight on the expanded. Which one is the twenty-eight? Is, oh, it, the, <laughs> is it is um, it what I think it is? It's I'm a music box that plays music that only dwarves can hear. Oh my god. <laughs> so anyway, it's gonna be a really fun thing. That's um, a we're gonna have fun. I want gonna... to roll the one that is the uh the, <laughs> the DM's underwear. <laughs> Just pull the DM's out. underwear. Like, Yep. All 37. Okay. I'm going to pray 30... for 37. <laughs> All right. A joke book in the languages where none of the jokes translate well, which is great. That's, that's Oh, so that's good. fantastic. It's nice. a dad joke book. It's a dad joke book. Uh speaking of dad jokes, let's go ahead and say hi Chris. Tell us about your character. Soon to be hi. papa. Soon. March 8th. Here it comes. I'm super excited oh, for that. That's very um, soon. I know it's so soon. Um not prepared but uh, we'll do what we can um right sorry i'm just thinking about that and that's probably like one of the few things that derails me right now um right uh, i'm playing uh um godfrey high valor i was trying to think of the cheesiest name that i could um a uh knight of uh oh we were having a discussion about this earlier how to pronounce it and now i don't remember salami uh, so, so knight of salami yeah, it's, yeah, salami. Quick disclaimer, we've read these books. Jen's listened to the audiobooks, But most of us, we've got that thing where we've read it in our heads. So, like, you don't even you don't even want to know what I some of the elves are named in my head from when I was 10. Like, it's just ridiculous. So hopefully we'll hit it right. If But if it's not your pronunciation headcanon, we apologize. So, All from right. Salamia, where you can have a knight as a treat. Sounds good. Um, Knight of Salamnia or Salamnia. Sal so, so, so we're going to use Salamnia. Salamnia. All right, cool. Um, and, or at least a squire of Salamnia. Um, I'm taking the uh, the Knight of Salamnia background uh, for him. And I wanted to play um, like Dragonlance as soon as Kelly mentioned it uh, to me. I thought of like that old kind of like 80s classic high fantasy. And like one of the first things that popped into my mind right away was uh, the music video for uh, Dio's Holy Diver. And I was just yep. like, that just feels Dragonlance to me. And I was like, I wanted to play a That's character who kind of looks like that, right? And so you that was kind of... But it was Dragonlance, but it was me, Dio, <laughs> all along. Uh, so that kind of was a little bit of an inspiration. Uh, I wanted to play a somewhat more serious character, but not like... Because uh, mm. if you've been watching any of our other things like call of the nether deep um i kind of have gone off the deep end a little bit there um i think that's a, a nice way to put it yeah. and um gone into the deep but uh so I, I want to play a character who um like it tries as much as he can to um like live the honorable life and whatnot but didn't necessarily want to originally um and uh, is kind of like living up to um more familial expectations um and does a good job of it but uh um heart maybe not 100 percent there but uh still oh, interesting so this our characters are kind of opposite because yeah mine, mine's running from responsibility and yours you're being forced into well, it I, I was actually kind of thinking uh because um 
Uh, this is a good way to segue into the next character, I think, that direction. I don't know which way I'm facing. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, thinking of having a shared bit of a shared background with um, Christine's character, and uh, uh, we talked about it a little bit, and I was thinking that, like, afterwards, whatever the ramifications were um, of us uh, knowing each other, I was thinking that maybe that was the kind of thing where like a little bit of his spirit was broken and went, it was just like, well, okay, may as well do this like kind of thing. And um, like, all right, fine. I'll just live up to the family's expectations and do that. And uh, I mean, he does kind of believe it. I mean, he was raised in that situation, but uh, I don't know if the, his heart is fully there um, and that could change. Uh, that could absolutely change in either direction. Like it might be something that he grows into uh, rather than like growing out of, or maybe he finds a way to reconcile that, or maybe just becomes an incredibly jaded fuck. Um, but uh, an advanced I, I Dungeons and Dragons, we call that an anti-paladin. <laughs> well, I hope he doesn't go that far, <laughs> but uh, we'll, 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 we'll see what happens. Uh, I'll be playing the Battlemaster fighter uh, for this. Uh, I look forward to um, once getting that subclass, uh, trying out a whole bunch of those maneuvers on top of the the Knight of Salamnia feats, uh, which will be fantastic, especially if our friendly neighborhood rogue Kender is uh, in sneak attack ability of somebody else, and it's just like attack. Well, but, uh, and when I get when I get the um, the swashbuckling feat, um, I think it's at. Is that sixth level or third level? Um, for third the level, you get is the good. one where you don't have to you don't have to have an ally within five feet. A creature just has to be within five feet for a sneak attack. Nice, nice. they're so good. Um, and speaking so good. of good things, let's pass over to our last character, Christine. Tell us a little bit a little bit about Kalara. Uh, okay, so Kalara is a human. Uh, she is uh, a life domain cleric of Mishakal. So she is going to be our healer. Um, and I am very much focusing on being a squishy, squishy white mage RPG type of healer. Yeah. Um, so sweet, um, a little innocent, naive, maybe a little bit kind of like aware of the world, but tries to... Um... Okay, so I describe this as Jane Bennett from Pride and Prejudice thinking the best of everybody sort of thing. So that mm -hmm. sort of sweetness ability to maybe like stick up for herself, but yeah, they're young ish. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going for around 18 ish. So they're like uh, so going out and seeing the, the, so the peasant sweet girl child. too. Yeah. I, I like um, that. Which for my initial feat, uh, because I'm taking variant human, I get the, the dragon lance feet as well as the human one. Um, so I'm taking tough because otherwise I'm squishy as fuck yep. and chef. So I'm going to have been an in cook and I will so be like, hey, guys, if you eat my food. <laughs> so nice. Um, That's, it's a fantastic feat, by the way, like really vastly yeah. underrated. I, I just uh, realized I just like that eating. all of us are super like we're, we're all naive in our own ways and not familiar with the world and it's going to be fantastic to watch us figure out the world well, that's the thing is or, i already kind of played that win a little bit like a little bit more the foolish side of things and well, this character is much more balanced in her abilities like uh, she's not 
got minuses in really anything. Um, Are we allowed to share so our backgrounds? I completely forgot about mentioning Yeah, mine. totally. Totally. As soon as Christine's yeah. done, go ahead. I went with uh, Folk Hero, so... Yep. Um, so, healer, yeah, so I'm going helper... For, I'm going for very much the strictly healer, um, not very combat-y at all. Which is the but... exact opposite of your normal. Yeah, very opposite my normal, so... We're working on, and I think this will this will probably come up in like one of the first episodes, but we were going to work on allowing me to do stuff like health actions very narratively so that yeah. I can describe something a lot. Like I trip the dude with a fry pan between the knees and he falls down and that's why my friend gets an advantage, but they're not prone. So they're not actually having any of those sort of qualities applied to it strictly narrative at that point. Yeah, or or example like um you are trying to give disadvantage to a guy who's attacking Godfrey, so you smash a vase over his head. He's wearing a helmet, but it's distracting, right? Like it's exactly. It's not gonna... So I'm not doing damage, and there's nothing above the help action benefit, but narratively it. it's more fun than feeling kind of useless and just going I help, I help, I help, sort of thing. Wanna... So trying to give some flavor to actually doing that style of class. And you absolutely yeah, should like because that. the cinematics I don't have are a voice really yet, important. But I'm working on it. I'm going nice. to try for lighter. A bit. Not quite as cultured as Claudette, but that sort of voice a bit more. That slightly lighter and softer and just kind of mm. sweet and, and nice and maybe a little shy and hesitant. Just a little. Nice. So they're Miss I, Small Town USA. They're a folk they, hero. Yeah. In a lot of ways, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she comes from a little place. She she actually came near, from near Volger. Uh, and like um, what's everybody else's background? Uh, Chris, you took Godfrey's um, the the knight background, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. I wanted to go all into that. Like, like uh, Jen immediately was like Tower of High Sorcery, I think, and uh, mm. uh, Robin was like Kender, and I was like, yes, I get to play the knight, um, which. I was like, because like that was like I said the as soon as you said Dragonlance, I just thought about that music video and I was like, I gotta. It's like cheesy eighties high fantasy. Let's do it. Um, Robin, you, you what did you take for your background? So I went with the criminal background because, and in the thing, it specifically states it does not have to mean you're like evil and malfeasant. Um, so I yeah, I'm sure throughout. Razira's travel, she came across a few organizations, which I've definitely researched and sent to Kelly, but won't say anything um, quite yet. But she's, her skills at just happen to find things for people is quite useful to some people. So I think she, uh, Hey, Razira, I locked my key. I locked my keys in my house. Can you help me get in? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. What can I do for you? Oh, Is I that house my over key. there? Yeah, also, this mean man took my horse. Can you get it back for me? Oh, yeah, of course. No no worries. Oh, you're so nice. Here, have have a couple of gold for your trouble. Oh, thank you. That, or that, steel. That's really nice. Or tin. Whatever. I don't know. The, the economy is weird in Dragonlance, and you're going to get used to it. Um, and then what'd yeah. you take? What'd you take, Cal? Uh, we ended up, yeah, ended up going with Far Traveler. Because of our starting location and where Qualanesti is. It's way down there. Yeah, so when Chris had mentioned um, they were all a little bit naive, yeah. all elves 
until they reach like i don't know 100 like they mm. they mature more slowly so i guess in that sense he's naive but with far traveler i don't know i'm gonna have to try to role play somebody that's like wise but not intelligent kind of naive just read a bunch of like zen cones memorize them <laughs> I don't yeah know. so far traveler just because i'm traveling from literally one side of the continent to to the other well and, and also the benefit of that is that it's got um its bonus is that you stand out like a sore thumb and i was it's, already going to do that because you're an elf for that yeah i was like oh you might it's as well take that benefit otherwise it was going to be a disadvantage um you stand out for better or worse right and the jen you're taking the high sorcery background right yeah yeah um which and because of uh the the background stuff we were talking about um like i will have also traveled a great long way between my starting my personal starting location and the starting location of the module mm. um because uh, Thurbarton is a ways. <laughs> so let's talk about uh, languages and party dynamic, first of all. So um, f first of all, what languages, because language is a very big thing in Dragonlance, like different locations have them. It's not just like, ah, I speak human, I speak dwarf. That does exist, but there are a lot of languages that kind of go beyond the bounds of, of just local community. Um, Can I just say... Um we have a, a little bit of an agenda and I definitely thought languages meant like how much we're going to swear in this campaign? Language no, you didn't. That would be language. This did has you actually think that? Yeah, <laughs> yes, I did. I was like, I didn't read the it, I didn't read the S. I just heard language and party dynamic and I'm like, okay. Right, I'll, add that, I'll, add that to, uh, I'll add that to step seven. Um, so okay. Language. Mind your Shit. fucking language. Uh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that's how we should put that in in future. Like languages and mind your fucking language. Yep. Um okay. So, taking a glance through here, where the I do think that the books characterization section is a little garbled. Where the hell is the language portion? Uh so what languages does everybody have? We'll start with that. So, um, I have not okay. written down anything because I was like I don't freaking well know what's in Dragonlance. There. I have no idea. <laughs> so uh, I have tender speaking common and thieves can't. So here are the languages that are available. Um, I am going to pass this over to you. Uh, go ahead, Trent. Don't read any spoilers. Hop down to language. So uh, the standard languages are common. Uh, a ban like uh, Abyssinian. Uh, Dwarvish, Elven, Urgot, uh, Gnomish, Kenderspeak, uh, Karolian, uh, Kur, uh, Nordmarian, uh, and Solomnic. Uh, there are also some rare languages like Draconic, Goblin, uh, Ogre, Sylvan, Primordial, etc. Um, you'd have to really sweet talk me to get me to agree to those, um, unless your backstory really allowed for it. Uh, but everybody starts with common, and then you get a number of languages based on your background, of course. Um, Jen starts with common and dwarvish. Uh, Robin, you start with common plus one. That does not have to be Kender speak, according to uh, the Kender write-up. Um, 
So what does what is everybody thinking of taking? So you guys are in an area uh, that is uh, at the very north of the world, um, and the languages there are uh, Salamnic is very big, as is. Well, we're technically in Salamnia, right? To start, it's like right on the edge. You're definitely going to be in. Let me just pull up my interactive map and take a peek. Okay, so was it an East Wild or is it like it's tech? It's in it's in Est It's in Est Wild, which Est Wild most of them speak. I mean, I guess Est Wild is probably influenced by by Salamnia, right? Wild, a mostly tribal human nation that covers a narrow region stretching from Calaman Bay to the absolute northern reaches. So it's right on the edge there. So yeah, I guess it's the so you're in the hinterland, and the hinterland mostly speaks Salamnic, if I'm not mistaken, or or common, which is the trade language. So I mean that works pretty well. Um, I would strongly suggest that, uh, everybody have at least, you know, common together. Um, but common does exist. Uh, many, many people, uh, have access to that. So what's everybody thinking of taking? So how many languages, um, Christine, how many languages do you have total? Um, well, where am I finding all this? Cause I would just use the, the PHP. Uh, so, Folkira, I just posted a link in our ping chat. I'm pretty sure Folkira doesn't get an extra. Humans just get common in one other. Okay, yeah. so uh, they do not get another language for Folkira. So, uh, common yeah. plus one more. Um, you could do common and Salamnic. That probably fits best for your background. Yeah. Okay. Okay, sounds uh, good. Sounds good. How many do you get, Chris? Uh, I'm going to take common, uh, Salamnic, and then I get two others. Oh, damn. Um. Yeah, uh, Knight of Salamnia gives, uh, or Squire of Salamnia background gives you two. Mm. Um, so I was going to take Urgot. I was looking at the wiki and trying to figure out which ones were most common for uh, Salamnia. Um, mm. So I was going to take, uh, originally I was going to take Urgot and uh, Narakees, but uh, mm -hmm. because Narakees is literally right there, but uh, that wasn't an option. So uh, the next one, uh, common one, was Dwarven, which I, I was like, why is Narakees not an option? It just seems like they're so particular about all these other ones, but the place that's like the closest mm. to like where we are, like uh, at, like outside of the starting area, I was like, that's that's weird. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Eh. Uh, I'm looking at the enemies right now, and uh, Narakees appears to be either just common or they use like infernal for a lot of those characters which doesn't make yeah. sense for any of you to have well yeah because i think narakees like the reason why i asked about uh, draconic in the chat was because i know narakees was derived from the draconic so uh um in the lore i was like it uh, like i think it was like originally written in draconic script and then mm -hmm. kind of taken there so i was like oh i don't know if they're doing anything with uh, the languages but uh nope the next would have been dwarven as uh, the most common so salamnic uh common ergot and dwarven uh, was what sure. I was thinking. That sounds uh, great I to me. I literally just tried to go with whatever was most common uh, in the area, according to the wiki online. 
Nice, that works for me. Uh, what about you, Razzie? Oh my god, there's like four raids in Riz. a row. Yeah, I know. Riz. Um, Riz. She probably will probably go by Riz for the campaign, because um, that's just easier to say. Um, but I I like having Kendra speak. It may not come up much, but I do think for my character it would it would fit that she would speak common and kender speak um probably to use in other towns as well just to talk with her dad when they were traveling young um mm -hmm. to be able to just speak a language that maybe not everyone knows so i think i think it's fit so i'm gonna go with kender kender speak and common and then i get thieves can't for being rogue. it's true cal what about you far traveler uh grants you uh so you've got Common, Elven, and one additional language for Far Traveler. That's right. Uh, guess so, we need establish who Orin Kiros was traveling with. Mm -hmm. Do you want to? Do you want to wait for a minute? Maybe because it's like, well, if he likes traveling, he likes telling tales. Maybe it's just whatever language is most common or it could also just be how much time he spent around the the dwarf or the the kender, <laughs> the kender right mm -hmm. but also like salamnia is kind of that nation cut right through the middle probably spent most of his time traveling through there mm -hmm. so maybe i'll i'll give it a think but probably salamnic but I'm I'm like open to to dwarven or or like even kender speak the the elf kind of having some like there's no equivalent of it I can't really think of what it would be like but I could see the the elf learning kender speak and them like exchanging the secret messages that are actually just like little petty <laughs> yep. arguments. Oh Hello God, to another yes. raid. Whoa. Hello. Hello. Good to see you there. Um, quick, quick notice. Welcome. If you're joining us, uh, all of you who just raided us, you're all amazing people. Uh, thank you to all of you, to the Onyx Path, to Plastic Age Plades, Guild Superior, uh, Lost Caravan. Um, I think I'm missing somebody. Uh, but we are running a promotion right now where our good friends at Norse Foundry are giving away some dice. So if you stick around to the end of stream uh, and hit exclamation mark Norse, you can enter to win a set of metal dice if you're in the continental, or if, I mean, if you're in the United States, or a gift certificate if you live outside. So you can get dice at a discount. You can even use our code DorkTales10 to save money when you buy them if you don't live in the States. Um, so yeah, do it. It's yeah, why not, right? Um, okay, and Jen, you have Dwarven and Common, right? And, and then I get two more for my background. So what are you um, thinking? So I was thinking um, Elven because I was thinking that uh, my mentor was an elf and then because of Quilinesti and everything right there and the tower and all hmm. of that stuff, Elven made a lot of sense. And then I was going to try and argue for, um, even though it's not in the book, for magic as a language, because that's actually a language in the books, and it does have a spoken and written component. I'll give you and... that as a freebie. Okay, cool. Then I have no idea what my last one is. Oh, it's part so, of the background for... It'll. I, I would assume that it's part of the feat or the background, right? So it just, if it comes up in the sure. module, um, you'll have it, unless it's cool, something cool. super complex. So that means you get one more. So what do you want? Cool. Then I have no idea, and I can't search the or I can't um 
find the languages in the link you sent. So, so you have Tom and oh, you got to scroll down a little bit. No, I know. Just I can't find giant trees. It's not okay. working. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. You have common, dwarvish, elvish. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Salomnic could be good if you want to talk to knights. We have a lot of people that have that. Um, yeah. I was thinking maybe something a little, little odd or. Oh, maybe oh. draconic secretly, maybe, huh? Mm -hmm. I would for for the if the I would be willing to allow draconic for the mage, because um, mm -hmm. if you've got the language of magic, it's pretty close. Um, at least thematically it always is um, other things and they'd be that... like learning the language of the enemy because this is taking place between the first and second books we don't really know much about dragons being back yet right and, so okay um, the, one of the books I read takes place immediately after autumn twilight when the dwarves find out what the fuck is happening and I left before that <laughs> so you could also look at Istarian, which is like an ancient language of the people who caused the cataclysm. You could do Kothian okay. to talk to Minotaurs. I don't know if that'll ever come up. Oh, actually, <laughs> you know, uh, I like maybe Istarian. I like Istarian. Sure, go ahead. Take, take Istarian. It's it's more flavor probably than anything, but it might come up. Um, and Narakees is in the book, Chris. Oh, it's it's under yeah. rare languages. Okay. Um, so if you want yeah, to take Nara Keys as one of your languages, you may. Sure. Yeah, I, I, it... I just figured since it was like like literally right there, it just like struck me as like, that is just so odd that that wasn't in the <laughs> common ones for the area. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure if it was an oversight or if it, I, I thought it was sus. I was like, hmm. Mm -hmm. No, no sus. This is sus. <laughs> it's oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, I'll trade out Dwarven for that. Sorry, Chad. That's fine. <laughs> all right so party dynamic we kind of have that going how does the party know each other so the way that i see this right now the the module has a couple of things that it requires of you your characters need to eventually meet up you are all being brought together at a funeral for a good friend of yours named ispen greenshield this is a former salamic knight who has done lots of adventuring and eventually retired in the small town of vogler uh, and in the small town of Vogler, uh, he has become something of like, you know, everybody's uncle, um, and recently has passed away through natural causes. Um, you have been invited to his funeral to pay your respects at, uh, which is being held at the same time as a, a festival in the area. Uh, we'll find more out about, but basically it's like a LARP event. Um, which I, I'm, I'm, I'm digging the hell out of this guys. I really am. It's, it's literally like, like a civil war reenactment that you show up at and then have a funeral. What? Uh, yeah. What? what? Yeah. Well, it's common knowledge. So like, I don't see why I don't think it's a spoiler. Um, so yeah. Uh, so with that, I think it's best that we first figure out how you all know Ispen. Okay. Now the book does give you some options for how you were connected to Ispen in the beginning. And I think that we should look into that. Each one of you could have had an encounter with him. He adventured until very recently, like even into his, like, we don't really say his age, but I'm assuming like sixties or seventies, like think like Sean Connery, like going around or Pierce Brosnan or Hugh, mm -hmm. Hugh Grant. Now I'm kind of down with him being a little Hugh Granty. Um, so some suggestions for this are a prelator. 
Oh, I think what I remember you showed me that, and I think I figured out what it was potentially for mine, but then I could, didn't write it down, so it's completely gone so, out of my mind. What I'm going to do is I'm going to read them all aloud, and if you don't have one that jumps out at you, uh, you can roll to see which one you get. Now, um, there's some of them are pretty easy that I'm going to suggest for people. Uh, Christine, did you have a specific one that you were interested in? Because your character is more localized. Um, I don't think so. so. I'll go through them. So, uh, Ispen was a close, a close friend of one of your parents. You've known him since you were a child. That feels like Kalara. Okay. Okay. You don't have to, but I'm just going to suggest what I what I know from your backstories. Um, alternatively, you and Ispen defended a community from a notorious band of goblin raiders. Number three, Ispen tracked you down to return something precious that a thief stole. Number four, Ispen visited your homeland, bringing with him goods and stories from far off lands. He taught you much about the world. Hey, Cal. Ispen seduced yeah, you like out of your one. home. <laughs> I That fits perfectly. Especially uh, if this guy's been like a lifelong adventurer. Yeah. Like he's gone, I, I, he's gone to Qualinesti. Uh, yeah. Number five, Ispen spent a season with your family and taught you swordplay, sailing, a language, or another skill. So um, he was a knight of Salamia. I so I think that that could be good for Godfrey. Godfrey also could have squired for him. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was thinking something like that if uh, if that was possible. Totally. Uh, and then the last one is my favorite, but I'm not sure who it would work for. Maybe maybe that says something about either Ispen or Hazel. Uh, you and Ismond once competed for the same person's affections only to discover each other's friendship in the end. I love that so much. You know one. what? Bros before hoes. <laughs> I love that. Oh it's so dumb. So, uh, does anybody have any idea of what they want to do? So, Cal, you're doing, you You want to do the whole, like, oh, he came through Qualinesti, uh, and with him. What was the wording like, of that again? It was whatever you brought... want it to be. He brought he gifts brought and goods and stories, and and you That's you what, ran away with him afterwards, or you Absolutely. ran away shortly after. Yeah, I was gonna say See, maybe it's what set you off on the adventures with the stories of other places. <laughs> yeah. I like, and see, I like, I like the the thief one, but I don't think uh, he was returning something. I f f something to me. I think uh, he tracked me down after I found something of his. Fair. That that sounds great um jen or christine or godfrey chris not godfrey i either godfrey high valor either the chris is in the top row or or jen uh do any of those sound interesting to you i i really like the idea of uh like uh squiring under him for a bit sure yeah that sounds great yeah i think the one where he knew parents and used to stop by mm -hmm. probably would work best so spent a season with your family and taught you swordplay, sailing, or another skill, or was a close friend of your parents, and you've known him since you were a child. Also, you you grew up in Vogler, and... Mm -hmm. Just he, outside, I think. We were going to say a small town, not the actual big one. Yeah, right? like a, like like one of the little settlements outside of it. Uh, but he, like, settled in it. So, like, he's in your backyard. Mm -hmm. Did he teach you how to cook? I um... I like that. I don't think that's that's not where I was going with that. Okay. 
Can, um, would you allow him to have passed on a recipe that he acquired in the Southlands for spiced potatoes? <laughs> Do you boil it, them? You mash them. You mash make them? French fries. To come in a anyway, stew? So what, what are you thinking then? What? So, oh, just so that's... <laughs> I'd already said. <laughs> I thought you were going on more. Sorry. Um, okay, no, so... I'm like, whatever you want from me. <laughs> what Lots. do you want from me? I'm like, what's going on? I've already said which one I'd do. I, I like him. I like him teaching her how to cook and her finding her love of healing through her cooking. <laughs> no, that's already in my backstory. You don't get to change that on oh, me. Oh, I don't get to yeah. change it? Oh, okay. No. okay. no, no. <laughs> All right. So, Jen, do you want to have one of these? Um. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them don't really work because no one entered Thorbarden for 300 mm -hmm. years. So <laughs> yeah, he's not that old. Yeah. Um, but it could be tweaked to say like if I, the time I spent with my mentor, um, or like something like that, where it's mm. more connected with that instead. Um, because I, I don't really see the others necessarily. That makes sense. You could potentially the like the f protecting a community. So maybe you have left, and you you could have potentially met him at a goblin thing, mabobber fighting, and didn't see so. your community. Met him at a goblin no? okay. goblin thing, mabobler. The the thing is, is that because so because um, Hazel is. Um, with Lunatari, like she's striving for balance, so it's not like she's gonna necessarily do do good necessarily, right? It's it's the mm. balance of the thing. Yeah. So it's not like I'd be, I'm not a knight who's trying to defend a homeland or whatever. And she's also really struggling with the balance thing. So we'll see how that goes. But <laughs> yeah, that there's so, a lot to explore there. I mean, it, it could be something as simple as your mentor and he were good friends. And yeah. your mentor sent you on this and like sent you a missive saying, I can't leave. True. You yeah. go pay my respects for me. Yeah, that could work. Right. Ah, I yeah. like that. Yeah, that's good. And maybe you did bump into him on the road once on your way there. And like there were goblins and there was a fight where you, you know, there's something like that or whatever. You, you, you can or, have that. Or he be... visited at some point, visited my mentor when I was there or something. Mm -hmm. you know? I think yeah. the important thing is for each of you just to, in the back of your brain, come up with like a little story that might come up that you could share at the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to say it right now, but just like anything's canon. It's, uh, what is so long as it doesn't uh change the fact that he was a boisterous adventurer you know mm -hmm. you can be multiple you can be multi-layered um okay so that's fantastic so um we know that um kalara and godfrey you're from this area anyway and we talked that your characters might know each other before this mm -hmm. probably through a mutual connection so i think that's really good um but what about what about the bottom three? So I feel like there's a connection between either all three of you or two of you, um, w with Cal being the focus. Yeah, we were. I mean, we fulcrum. were talking about um, Cal and and me having a connection because the Tower of Wayrith is in Colinesti, um, and whether it's you know while I was heading there because I think a uh, part of my backstory is that like 
I know that the tower exists. And then when I realize I have magic, it's like, oh, you know, I got to go. Um, I've got to go here or I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Um, <laughs> something, something evil dwarven mages, something, something. Uh, <laughs> but um, so whether, you know, I got lost on the way there or uh, met up with him on when I was leaving or something like that. Um, there's definitely an, the ability for a connection there. Okay. What I was thinking, I'm just running, throwing this out there. Helping them get to where they were going. I'm not sure whether he knew where she was going or not. Mm. Never having met a dwarf before ever and being like, what? You live underground when there are all not these anymore. trees? <laughs> Why not? Right. And like, just yeah. being like, like completely like uh, uh what what is it um culture <laughs> like struck and um but maybe not on their like way back and wait no you haven't done the trial yet so your character hasn't yeah yeah she has so been if... to there further you have been there what if what if his like exodus it because i i know that <clears throat> robin wanted Kender was going to be the kind of chaotic, um, what's mm -hmm. it called? A chemical reaction, the catalyst. Catalyst, yeah. Just getting out of there. Because, like, yeah, the way right. that elves are depicted, they'll hum and han, oh, uh, maybe in another 10 years, I'll run away from home. And then 10 <laughs> years goes by, and then they're like, oh, man it's just, i'll do that tomorrow and then another decade goes it's by. the classic like oh I, I need to do something at the half hour oh it's 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 8 31 well gotta wait till nine kind of thing My, right might i suggest something yeah isman it, met razira and razira tagged along like bed bugs and a lot in luggage into qualinesti yes there we go yes and and so, you know what you were coming down uh, uh, it sounds like Riz would be like trading or finding things or getting stories or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they kind of just have wanderlust, mm -hmm. Kinder. They kind of just, mm -hmm. I've never mm -hmm. been into the Elflands before. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I then go that's... down and then Jen has And hearing you him and Ha just like be like, no, you gotta come. You gotta, you can't just Well, that's the worst for a Kinder because the Kinder, yeah. there's no bad choice. You just no. need to keep moving. <laughs> moving. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then as the and two of you were like heading out, we we run into me, who's also like heading out because my mentor basically went, I don't know how to teach a sorcerer. Uh get out into the real world <laughs> and go. Yeah, so both Do. of you met first then. And then came into the into Qualinesti. I, think, I mean, maybe, but... I yeah, well, the Forest of Wayworth is right next to Qualinesti. I think it is funny in the end, though, that Jen, being the balanced character between an elf and a kender, is also <laughs> a fulcrum between order right? and chaos, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so much. That's great. So so you three know each other at the start of the adventure is the important part. I'll let yeah. you work out yeah. the intricate details prior to session, so you three can just talk. Um, cool. So something else dragonlance is particularly going to be uh, probably brutal 
Um, the module seems like it is, there's a lot of war. There's so much war that a board game has been made to supplement this. We're not doing that board game probably on stream, uh, unless we find a way to film it just right. Um, cause board games are, are hard to, to film. Uh, but what they have offered is sidekicks. Uh, so sidekicks, uh, being the mechanical, like half NPC character, um, that would tag along with you through things and, uh, would get, um, get into trouble alongside of you now they have oh, they have uh six of them they provided in the book uh on valmakos who is a a white robe magic user uh i ayak ur who is a, an archer uh a human uh rig roundrook who is a hill dwarf healer uh and a cleric of kiri uh iriad who's a kaganesti elf spy scout expert type uh levna drakehorn uh who's a solomnic knight uh tem temble who is a kender healer druid type character um so these are the six characters they have um i wanted to know whether or not you thought that we should include one uh my initial pitch is that levna drakehorn should be there at the start of the game so that we have six people um yeah she is very basic she's just a knight she can easily get written out of the plot if she's extraneous you know it's yeah. very it's definitely one of those moments where oh no bad things are happening go on i'll hold the fort till reinforcements get here you must go i'm a knight you're mm -hmm. just a squire go type of thing right yeah Real, and, and or, really or gets or gets a missive me message you know yeah. oh we need you back here yeah yeah, so she's got and, responsibilities. And it's also. easy to add in to, to um, Chris and Christine to, you know, make their group three who know each other in the beginning as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, we could add more. I don't see a reason to. Uh, Tem Temple is a great character to add, but we already have a Kender. Um, Hrig Roundrook. How much Kender is too much Kender, though? Uh, mean, two. One. Two Kenders is two. One, one Kender is two. Thank you. That's actually correct. <laughs> People, yeah, people. Often As a dwarf, think... one kender is too much kender. <laughs> um, so the the, the archer, like the archer, seems interesting. Uh, the white robe mage, just it's like a second mage, and I don't want to, I don't want to step on Jen's toes with another mage because that that's your special thing, right? The same yeah. with having the healer. Like we already mm -hmm. have one person who's getting magical powers in the module for healing, having another Which is a who's pretty like big deal. <laughs> yeah uh, for I those know. who don't know Dragonlance, the gods have been away for about 300 years um so there's been no divine magic basically like no and, commonly I, shared i i want to ask like is it like uh i how have they done that if you can do that without spoilers i, I can tell you um, right now uh christine is gaining her class levels uh 10 minutes into the first session that's I am awesome. not a cleric yet at the very beginning of the game. She, wow. yeah, so that is I a minor spoiler. It, but I'm not yet. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. I that's good. sorry. I, I, I love that wonder. Like uh, like that the, uh, Cal was talking about it in our chat, like uh, the 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 wonder that uh, um like of magic and healing magic and like just like what? So what is this? Yeah. Out of all of the other characters, well, yeah, the, the, like literally. dragons are myth and like healing doesn't exist. Like it's feels core fantasy so that when somebody heals something it's not like ah just go down to the church down the street and they'll take pity on you and bring your friend back to life well exactly right it's it seems like with a good life insurance policy in a fantasy world you'd never die 
that's the usual problem i have with those uh high fantasy settings but in this if you heal someone in front of a group of people like (laughs) it feels like there would be huge reactions from people like people being afraid Mm -hmm. people wanting to hand you over yeah people wanting to like revere you like that you can go all sorts of ways with it or because that because if you remember from the preludes raceland almost got burned at the stake Mm-hmm. At least yeah. once. Yeah. Yep. At least well, one. <laughs> at least wait once. until you see one of my cantrips. <laughs> my my last ditch, oh god, you're too close to me, is gonna be word of radiance, where it just you speak a word and it explodes out of you for five feet. <laughs> like That's a comic a great, Kyle has that in Strixhaven. It's like Vania has it too, and I have not used it. You don't it save. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we'll add Levna to the party. Um, later on, if we need another one, Iriad can be folded in, um, as probably Ayakur could probably be folded in. I don't want to use the white robe as much as I, I love his art so much. I really want, he, I really he want him to give really the art. He looks really cool. He, yeah, looks, he looks like really Cheaty cool. from The Good Place. Yes. And I just want Cheaty yes. in the <laughs> damn game. Yes. Well, I was, uh, was going to ask you. You like, are uh, usually uh, ripped um, for a mage. Like, are do, do they have them all, like, uh, within? Like, are these people, like, people that we would come across, like, uh, sooner or later? Or are they um, just if they're there? Like, so it's assumed uh, are, that they're going to be your sidekicks. Um, but, gotcha. hey, I'm a writer. I'll just fold them in. If, yeah, I, if, I, manage yeah. to, if I manage to run Call of the Netherdeep, Chapter 5 and 4, <laughs> and, you know, I can do this. Yeah, then that's, that's the thing where it's like, I, like, like having sidekicks may might be great for boosting our party in a game that's been said to be tough on the players but also like you have to deal with another deep where you're running five npcs and that's just hell for you and i would just want to make it your life a little bit easier already well, that's why i was like one I... or two one or two is fine yeah, yeah. one um, or two is fine well, and, like at least since it's sidekicks which means they're npcs that are favorable to us I mean, we can always do it yeah. where we run their stat block during the fight, so Kelly doesn't the, have to. That's yeah. what I was going to do. In any Kelly scene maybe where... voices them. Mm-hmm. But if um, for the if you ever, um, for example, in Call of the Netherdeep, if you ever team up with the rivals again, I'm not running them. <laughs> You're getting their stats. Nice. I, you can you can do it. I'm I'm too busy. Um, Fair. But uh, yeah, so cool. So we'll t- start with Levna, and if any of the others show up later, they show up later. I don't want to step on your toes though, because I don't want to take the Kender, I don't want to take the Dwarf, I don't want to take the Mage, I don't want to take the special Elf. Like everybody has their so, own unique thing. Oh, there's a tribe. I, I right, need to respond to something. Yeah, Jen. I need to respond to something quickly. Um, so Cal, I think it was you who was saying, you know, you're unusually ripped for a Mage, right? With reference to the GD thing. Yeah. That's also my thing because I'm a dwarf with the strength of 16. You're like, I, I do push-ups with books on my back. And like, I rolled oh, look, I ran stupid out of the... well on my stats. I, I ran well. out of fireballs. Looks like we're going to do this like we did oh, back yeah, in the old Jen days. Oh yeah, Jen and I going to cast Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, Jen yeah. and I talked it's about how like both Keiko and and um and Hazel are very similar in the fact of how they should be, but how they've actually been standing out is yeah. is kind of Fantastic. hilarious. All right. Um, so, and, uh, uh, I, I, mean, I don't have any my kind other of cleric. Issue. Yeah, I, I don't have any issue with another night of Salamnia in there. I mean, the more of us, the merrier. I need well, more takes. Sense. 
two it also that makes the three of you would you're be a going. Squire, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And that you're going to see your old master, like maybe her and you served under. Served under him. I figure it was some sort of an internship or something. <laughs> an internship. You didn't get paid. All right. Yep. So uh, let's head on to the last part of this. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a couple of things. We're gonna talk about uh, we're gonna quickly go through tone tone themes and content, and then we're gonna talk about our house rules and the way that things work on Dork Tales if you are watching for the first time. And then then it's gonna be last things. Uh, so first off, this is a game that's gonna have war. Uh, and what is it good for? It's highly entertaining for an audience um absolutely uh so as far as film rating i'm saying this is probably going to be like somewhere between like i don't know willow and rambo i don't know like it's gonna be it's gonna be like pretty standard i don't think it's gonna be a huge uh thing we have to worry about uh language use whatever language you think is right for the character i always find that uh curse words are more impactful if they're used uh, rarely, right? Um, but we are a mature channel, so there is no restriction on language. Uh, themes, there's going to be war and struggle in this. Um, uh, with that, there is also going to be uh, content like violence and, and the horrors of war and potentially, uh, potentially there might be implied torture. I haven't read the module, every single word of it, uh, but there will be war. Um, with that, um, there also, um, despite there, there being war, there is, we're, we're going to be playing the type of fantasy warfare where there is no, um, sexualized victimization as a side effect of war. This is not Game of Thrones. Okay. So we don't even have to worry about that. That's not even on the table. Okay. That being said, um, your characters are adults and if your characters, um, want to have any type of romance i'm totally up for romance being in games we do a fade to black if anything gets hot and heavy nobody wants to sit here and and relive that episode of community with you know (laughs) hector the well endowed um uh, so but with that he just wanted to have a good day game with his dad come on um now with that um does anybody have any lines or veils they want to bring to the table? So lines and veils are are things that you would not like to see in play, things that do not sit well with you. Um, in the past, for horror games, we've had things like nothing with your eyeballs, nothing with fingernails, uh, no bugs inside of you. Um, yeah, right? So even saying it makes Chris twitch. Um, no, I also, trying not no, to think of the eyeball thing. No tiny spiders <laughs> is one. Uh, big spiders are fine. Tiny spiders are not. Um and uh does anybody have anything else uh they feel comfortable sharing uh if not you can send me a private message Uh, my big one would be no overt cruelty to animals like overt like a little bit is kind of to demonstrate how awful somebody is but as long as it's not dwelled on because like i adore my animals and that is definitely there's been times in other past games like werewolf where you've told me okay this is the point where christine takes her headphones off because yeah. I don't want to ball on camera, especially since our totem was based off of my dog. <laughs> it's true. Um, in in this, I think it would be the equivalent of guy kicks dog and either gets bit by dog later or dog is fine, but that proved the guy was a jerk. Yeah. No, exactly. It's but it's Jojo. the sort of thing where it's like really dragging out the pathos where <laughs> yeah, then it's well, like... No, no I, would... there, I, I could see there being um, like uh, horses, like cavalry. Uh, 
So is what okay. like hunting or like, horses involved yeah, in war? As long as it's not like described. I think much. she means domestic animals primarily, but like okay. uh, horses. Uh, I know Robin has a big a big thing with horses as well. Um, so probably I won't go into graphic detail. I won't use flowery mm -hmm. language to to imply how the horses explode into confetti. You know, like I'm not gonna. You know. Oh, see, yeah. that is not as bad. Like, wreck me every time they come on. I I turn them off the instant that song starts because <laughs> I can't do that. Uh -huh. See, more is like more like people being cruel to horses. Yeah. Like if if horses get ex exploded, it's 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 not the best thing. But like like talking about like oh yeah, the whip bites into their flesh, and you can see like the blood trickling down mm. their haunches, or the the bit is is sharp and digging into their yeah. their mouth kind of thing. Like I don't like that. This is this like, is I actually really no exactly. But like for example, that's a that's a thing. Like uh, what. What movie? There's a movie. Is it Lord? It's not Lord of the Rings where there's a bloody Black horse Beauty? or something. War Horse. Oh God, War Horse wrecks me so bad. So, but like that would be something like right? for a Victorian era mage mm -hmm. game, right? Where it'd be like, this is a yes. super mature game. We're all on board for this. So yeah, nobody has to worry about anything like that. Does anybody have anything else they want to bring up? Uh, I'm feeling some people might get burned alive. <laughs> okay. What? Okay. Why? Probably Why do you think happens. that? Uh, because the dragons. Because lances. <laughs> oh, I would right. Yeah, I the lances just, spew fire. Right. Oh. Don't yeah. linger on it too hard because I've yeah. had to read those very lingering descriptions in history and they're mm -hmm. gross. They're gross. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, 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 kids. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no kids. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, kids, yeah. kids are must. No, the the kid always lives. The dog always lives. There we go. Um, I, Bethesda I'm, games. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, like, one of us is about to have a kid. Like, I, that kind of makes sense that, like, you know, maybe some paternal instincts are welling up, right? <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, like, we have a lot of players who have kids and a lot of viewers that have kids that have that as a request. They don't want to see it. And honestly, it's boring. Like, unless you're doing it for a very specific mm -hmm. reason in a very specific way, it's not fun. Um, it, it's, it's tying um, a damsel on a railroad levels yeah. of yeah yeah <laughs> oh no you took out a five-year-old they had so that's much... how evil i am <laughs> it doesn't make you a better dm it just makes you a lazier writer um usually usually there are there are caveats you're gonna say like i don't know gladiator or something which cool um okay let's talk about house rules uh so house rules for our games we tend not to use too many of them when we are doing the module games we use house rules like crazy in our homebrew but we try to keep this yeah, vanilla-ish swirl, maybe, maybe some cookies and cream um, for for all of you watching and are trying to get a sense of the module. So, house rules and DM caveat: uh, we lean into the rule of cool. Um, if something sounds really cool uh, and is more cinematic, I'm more likely to allow it, so long as it does not entirely break the rules. Um, I will make mistakes in the rules. There are a lot of rules, and there are a lot of persnickety rules, and there are a lot of situations where those rules don't make sense the way that they're written that's just the way that a game is a game is a static concept and this is a living game experience um however we'll try to do the rules the best we can uh that said uh if you want to surf on the back of a dragon and it's really dope i'll allow it because that's really dope and i think that's pretty great um 
besides that uh inspiration uh occasionally on special occasions and when i'm feeling super happy uh i will grant you a point of inspiration inspiration is a basically a second d20 it allows you to take advantage on a roll um you may spend your inspiration before or after a roll, so long as I haven't told you if you succeed. Um, inspiration is very rarely given and cannot be bought by the chat. But what can be bought by the chat is uh, some some specific things. So if you're watching live on Twitch, you may purchase things with channel points. These are non-financially tied. Um, you get them by watching the channel. We get no money from them. Uh, but to affect the game, you can buy things called Hurt the Moors, which allow me to have advantage on rolls, to take extra attacks. It allows me to cheat in minor ways. I love these. Buy as many of them as you can. It makes the game more exciting and for the you, players. And hmm. when you do, just be aware, they go into a pool. We keep we watch for them and we let Kelly know how many he has. And he uses them as he needs to. Yep. It's not a instantly, it happens now. It's at yep. his discretion. 5e is a really easy game. Uh, compared to a lot of other role-playing games and having the ability to like to basically legitimately terrorize your players occasionally is Rip very more pleasant by it yeah the players love it so they they, they they like it trust me uh however if you want to help them there are these little tokens that you can buy for them called determination tokens what a determination token is is by spending that uh before i tell you if you succeed your role or not uh you grit your teeth you pull a spider-man you do it for aunt may and you add your proficiency bonus again if you already have it cool you get it twice that includes expertise um, you can spend it to get a super expertise. Um, yes, I have expertise in like three things. <laughs> a player may only have one determination token on at a time, uh, but can immediately refresh once it has been spent. There are a limited number of these that can be bought. There are also two other things that can be purchased with your channel points. They are something good happens, a very amorphous thing where I may just spend it to have something nice happen. The character finds a love letter. The character uh, hits an enemy and technically they had two hit points left, but maybe they stubbed their toe on the way into battle. I'd rather not keep them up for one more round with two hit points, right? Um, so I can use it to make something good happen. I can use it to give advantage on rolls. I can do things that are just going to make the game more easy or good for the players. Uh, and then finally, uh, Drama Bomb still exists. Uh, I will make everything in the situation worse for everyone. In whatever uh, way feels like worse, it would be... Worse or just more... How about better dramatic. for the audience? Yeah. Yeah. Because not um, necessarily worse. So, um, besides that, um, there are a couple of house rules that we do have in game that I want to run past you. There, there are three, actually, that I want to get everybody's approval on. The first one um, is my rule on nat 20s and nat 1s. So, a natural 20 is an automatic hit on an attack roll. Uh, I go rules as written. It is not an automatic skill success. You can't roll a nat 20 with a minus 10 to your persuasion and get the king to give you his crown. It just doesn't work that way. You can do very well, but it is not an automatic success on a skill check. Okay? It's still a 20, which is pretty damn good. I also allow critical hits and uh, and botches, which is not a core mechanic in, in 5e, really. Um, I do botches. Uh, and botches can be things like you get an opportunity attack taken on you, uh, you drop your weapon, you take some damage from your own thing. So that's a nat 1. Okay? 
I allow them on saving throws. Uh, which means that you get badass anime moments where a fireball detonates in your face and you roll a nat 20 on your save, you're not harmed by the fireball. Congrats. Or maybe you roll a nat 1 and you just took 80 points of fire damage instead of 40. Um, it's an all or nothing though, so if you want the, um, the saving throws uh, to affect or to be affected by nat 20s and nat 1s, um, you gotta you gotta say yes or no. I'm really down for this. Uh, last night's Call of the Nether Deep had some amazing situations because of that. Um, basically, a character lo- rolled a nat one on a slow save, or a save versus slow, and was just taken out of fight. It was great. Um, but do, are you guys cool with this rule? Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. I think it's great. I think it's it's yeah. it's very much a it's it's two two sided coin. It's it's great when you dodge and completely not take any damage on a super high powers spell that you would normally take half damage but then it also really sucks when you i'd prefer not to be one hit killed with it but (laughs) (laughs) it's really hard to get one hit killed in D &D, thankfully uh but speaking of getting killed then the second rule i want to talk about is my death save memories so the way that this works is um is twofold actually uh number one I request that if you are in death saves, I roll your dice for you. You do not have to agree to this if this makes you uncomfortable or anxious because some people just don't do well with that. What it means is I roll and then I tell you if you die. Um, Because it raises the anxiety level for for you and the party. Uh, If you don't want to do this, I request that you roll and keep it secret from the rest of the party because you never know when someone's going to bleed out. No matter what, the rest of the party doesn't know even if I don't roll for you, okay? Um, I would prefer to roll for you, because I hate it. I hate it. It gives me anxiety, but I think that's fun. Um, But the other thing is that when you are playing a character who is in death saving throws, and Kyle, you've played very little 5e, um, when you're dropped to zero hit points, you enter death saves, you roll a d20 on a 10+, plus you get a tick in the in the lib column on a nine or below you get a, a a tick in the death column when you get three of one of them that happens so you bleed uh, so out it's... or you stabilize if you roll a nat 20 you immediately come back up if you roll a nat one we'll say you take you two, two failed out. death saves we'll say you take <laughs> two you don't get an auto death um so I like that okay so that's the standard I, yeah are there any modifiers to sorry go ahead so there are no modifiers no, to that role but um it is really boring when you are in death saves because you watch the entire combat go by and you can't do anything so um i have an alternate rule that i put in which is when you're in death saves should you choose to uh, you do not have to if you don't want to come up with a story i will ask you why are you fighting for your life what are you living for? And you tell me a little story, a couple sentences, you know, 30 seconds at most usually of what memory is worth living for, what goal is worth living for. If you do this, you roll flat, you I, or, or I roll flat for you. If it is particularly poignant or moving, you will get advantage on your death save. You'll roll two dice and take the better. If you do not, however, you will have disadvantage because you have nothing to live for. I... I... I really like that. Yeah. Uh, the That's other a new one you've been trying in Nether Deep, isn't it? And it goes mm-hmm. really well. It I uh, like it. 
it completely you really confused me the first time you asked me that (laughs) oh god i guess so yeah yeah you never told me about that uh it's it's completely transformed uh krista's character actually yeah just being able to i thought it was something specific to netherdeep that was causing that no no it's just i thought we did a game before the boat was it really netherdeep that was the first time uh i don't remember it happening otherwise I feel like I think you may have started putting it into shards. But I, I think don't remember XLR, being discussed. XLR, I think it was. It was. It was done in, was... in uh, yeah, Dirge yeah, because I think that's when yeah. I sent you the link where yeah, because uh, the TikToker uh, that um, did that did have that. Great. Yeah, I forget where I got it originally. I, I polished it out a bit from the original idea. Yeah, it works. Oh, uh, I had is, one isn't that one question. two failures in raw? Okay, cool. I don't remember. Um, yeah, it's the... two failures in raw. And then the final the final house rule that I want to put past you, and this is an optional one, uh, is one that is used in several podcasts that we listen to uh, and is one that we can vote on. I've never used it in a game before, uh, but this is war, and war is great. Um, I find it really boring when I'm in a big combat and I get like three attacks, and then I'm like, I hit him, and I hit him, and I hit him. And it's like, cool, you drop him. And you just wasted all your attacks. You like, you, you credit somebody, and then you stabbed him twice more because you couldn't redirect your attack. So um, what, what I'm basically saying is I want to instate overflow damage, which is if you're fighting six goblins and you do 10 hit points of damage to the first one who only has two hit points, you if you are in range of attacking the next one within five feet, you will keep going. Caveat. So you do like a really good big sweep sort of thing. Yep exactly uh the caveat is this also can happen to you so if you get dropped by something one of your allies might take a hit so it's kind of like it's not group greater cleave it's yeah that's what i was thinking (laughs) it's kind of like literally like nadpod calls it there murph calls it the cleave rule that's what he uses it for and it's gonna cleave through it yeah i say yes yeah, because um, I like it because it was a feat in 3.5 where you could do that. So and like, then you, greater cleave, yeah. yeah like if exactly. you're doing a great big swing or something and you've only got two hit points of resistance to your 10 point swing, yeah. Feels like it should keep going, right? Oh, yeah, it shouldn't physics. just stop. The the yeah. caveat for this, of course, besides that it, anything that can happen to me can happen to you, uh, is yeah. if your attack would not hit the next guy. So it's like I roll a fourteen. It's like okay, well you 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 kill the goblin, but the next guy has an AC of twenty five. It's gonna bounce off. Of you him. you clunk against his armor yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Fair. yeah. Oh, so separate attack roll. No, no, it's the it, yeah. no, it's just no, no. An, it's an it's an auto hit. But if the if the original attack wouldn't have hit, then it just doesn't work. Oh, I see. It uses yeah. the original. Yeah. Gotcha. So, but if yeah. you're fighting a bunch of, it's it's a goon destroyer. Mm-hmm. So what I, do you say? I wrong? like that. I was just going to go back to the death save thing. Yeah, please. Um, I really like when you roll it, but I still, as a player, like for me, it's my anxiety. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's with, with ping, we can't do the private messages, but I would, I would like to maybe try and find a way to figure out if I pass or fail. Cause I know that's my worst feeling is not knowing how my character is doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like, I can, I can, I can, send, you can, I can send you a PM through something else. Oh, yeah, right. and if we're doing combat and using the maps on uh, roll 20, you can whisper to the DM. Oh, that's true. And whisper oh. rolls to the DM. So you would know, just don't tell the rest of us, and uh, Kelly knows, and good to go. Keep it secret. Yeah, but I'm fine You're with Kelly. Safe. Yeah, I, I'm fine with Kelly. I like Kelly rolling. I just, I, me personally, I, 
I would like to know for my anxiety how my character is doing. Can, I also like Kelly rolling to do the magic rolls. Yeah. Well, see, I like Kelly rolling because there's a better chance that he'll fail. Yeah, Christine is. <laughs> for those new to the channel, Christine is really lucky, and it's. I just have some good dice sets that just I put them away for a while, and I deliberately use dice sets actually that don't roll well for me or roll really randomly, so that I can get that because. I have rolled very well historically. Robin yeah. is honestly like challenging me for that though. Well, and Jen, Jen will too. It depends on which games. I, My, I either what? roll really well friends. or really terribly. I bounce between Christine and Amy. That Not is. necessarily mage. <laughs> but that the two is extremes of dark sales. Like, um, Sassy was rolling a lot of nat 20s there for a while. It was feeling like every few combats you you were doing it well. So nice. I haven't adopted that up luck there. in a bit. Keiko has not killed anything in Netherdeep the entire campaign. Well, <laughs> Unless well, you went as a tough bard. Yeah, fair. Nice. Tough bard. Yeah. Oh, Kelly, you I had one question. You did not min max your stats properly. Yes, Cal. Um, the, uh, that kind of like all or nothing uh, saves. Mm-hmm. Right where the effect is doubled or whatnot, that applies to like NPC or enemy roles too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think anything that makes combat more interesting than I hit him, I hit him is plus. So yes to everything. <laughs> All right, that sounds good to me. I, I am very excited about this. Uh, so those are all of the house rules that we're using. If we add anything in later, um, we're going to be using the Frey engine from um, from this book, which is kind of shows you how to do warfare in the field. I'm going to really dissect this thing mentally and see if it is all it can be. Um, I've, I've ran a few campaigns with high level warfare in the past. Uh, and there is, there is a real trick between not getting bogged down by, by minutia and turning it into an actual war game and still making it a gritty experience. So I I will try to make sure this is the best it can be. Um, the structure of the module and as we run it is gonna be, we're gonna run it every Wednesday, unless there's something we'll warn you about. Um, and at the end of every chapter we go through, we will have one session immediately after that's dedicated on a how we ran it, what we thought about it, things that we would have changed and things that would be useful for you to listen to as uh, someone running the module yourself. Um, they've been pretty useful. I've gotten a lot of good feedback about that for the last two times we've done that for Witchlight and um, uh, and for Netherdeep. And uh, I don't, don't see a reason to stop now because um, a lot of times, um, God, and I remember when we were doing Candlekeep, I wish we had been doing it for that because there were some stuff in Candlekeep where some of the modules, like the mini modules had to be completely rewritten to make them work because they there were some glitches in them. The, the big modules have been much better. But. Also, it gives us a night off where we can not be in costume and we can we can mm. have like more of a chill, chill, relaxed session where it's like well, shoot we the can... shit and have you guys ask us questions. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's a nice, nice little like insert of a, of a you know, it's mm. a, hey, I, a little break. I, I really mm -hmm. enjoy it because it's uh, especially over COVID. It was it's like uh, like and like with things kind of getting worse. It's a great chance to actually see people you haven't seen too much of and talk with them. So. I like That's it. True. 
and also um if you want to ask us questions the best way to do that is probably to join our discord so um go ahead and join the discord if you're on uh, twitch if you're on youtube whatever uh the link is in the description it's on our page uh it's a great community uh it's an 18 plus community where we come and talk about role-playing games and post dank memes and it's it's a lot of fun so come hang out with us uh it's good and uh so long as you're cool we're happy to have you or as long as you're dorky we're happy to have you um besides that um does anybody have any final questions final final statements that they want to oh hello nat 19 official good to see you there we're just uh yeah, heading the end you. of our streaming team but we'll hang out for a few minutes uh does anybody have anything they want to talk about regards to dragonlance shadow of the dragon queen so excited I, i'm excited even though i never really read read the books i've been trying to get through the first one i just haven't had time where i felt like reading but like the moment you start describing it as like an old-fashioned fantasy adventure sort of thing i was immediately like yes david eddings tomorrow pierce mercedes lackey and mccaffrey <laughs> Like, mm. the good old-fashioned fantasy party well and that's like, the reason that i yes. wanted the five of you because mm -hmm. out of out of so many people that we have in dork tales a lot of them like to play like really complex nuanced characters right but a lot of them don't like to play those type of characters who are also heroic characters right uh and this is a game that needs heroic characters yeah i need a hero oh god i'm trying to remember what well, the, in the first main book, character from david eddings's fantasy series is oh, um, um garon garion G Garen? Garleon. Garen? Garen. Something like Garen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that initial book where he is the, the ignorant farm boy is really my vibe. Hard for Kalani. I mean, you're Luke okay, Skywalker. Yeah, I think we all vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Luke Skywalker, yeah. Garen, um, all that sort of stuff. Belgarian, that's what it was. Thank you. But he's only known as Garion in the first book. So the like... first two, several books, the whole first series, in fact, is at the end of that that he finds out, I think. I'm a little bit yeah. like, um, I realized a little tiny, teeny tiny bit, a little bit like, um, from the Princess Bride. The name is blanking. What, Wesley? Wesley, thank you. I thought it was Wesley. And then I was Wesley. like, that's long in my head. Yeah, that's yeah I was thinking of that Wesley, but I was like, is it Wesley or is I just thinking too much cool and high? Um, but I'm like, huh, sweet, sweet farm boy that goes away and comes back slightly with pointy sticks and awesome. Hmm, that might be Razira. <laughs> Raise the roof. Raise Wesley. the roof. Oh, um, good. <laughs> wow, um, meeting other people that actually watched Clone High. Um, I, I just showed yes. Robin all of Clone High last week. Yeah, it was well, great. Like, I'm discovering how many people read David Eddings. I, this is the first time I've met people who've read it. Whenever I've talked I, about it before, nobody knew it. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, Dragonlance is attracting, <laughs> attracting all those types. Though right? I gotta say, if anybody wants to read a fantasy series that is blunt and has no patience with like chivalric nonsense in knights and stuff like that, read D David Edding's, um, oh, what is it? The Sapphire, Sapphire Rose Ruby, something other. Crystal Throne, I think, is the first. Diamond Throne is the first one. That series, the main knight is so sarcastic. He's amazing. It's great. Mm -hmm. I love it. All right. I think so. that works for, for all of us. Like I I think we 
we're all kind of looking for that instead of walking to a town and a half orc is the mayor and like you know like a a, a ghost born is like the guild leader and you know it's this big mishmash of a world mm. playing kind of a game that's lord of the rings and well dragonlance defining mm. <laughs> right where like when you walk into a town and you have a dwarf and you have a wizard and you have an elf that's the first time any of those people have ever seen them like and a knight any of them at all and so i like that kind of like traveling around the world and everything being new and everything being scary like era like where we're all we're all hobbits now uh <laughs> where we're all hobbits and and everything is dangerous and un, unknowable if if that makes sense i'm just rambling no I'm totally does. um all right so i think we are good to go um i think this has been a fantastic session zero um does anybody else have anything they want to toss in Yes, that means we have to draw a giveaway. It does. All right, so everybody, you have one minute from this point to type exclamation mark Norse to win a set of metal dice from Norse Foundry. Thank All lowercase. All lowercase. Um, yes. Also a boulder D20. Uh, so we'll put one minute on if the clock. If you're in the U.S. If you're in the U.S. Yeah, outside if of the you're US. not in the U.S., you'll get a gift card. So everybody do that. Uh, also, thank you to uh, to Nat19 for rating us. Also, hello, Hayden. I don't know if you're actually watching, but um, it's good. We miss you. We miss you, baby. Um, but you're you're living the dream. We miss so. you so much. Um, yes. They're way too busy. They're way too busy. Um, so yeah, join our Discord. Join uh, join everything. Also, uh, congratulations, Jen. Uh, as earlier stated, uh, Eric from Norse Foundry joined the Patreon, uh, so that you now have to run Mage the Ascension, the Technocracy. Um, and it also means yeah. that Robin uh, has to start prepping to run oh, the no. Radiant Citadel. <laughs> oh no! You forgot about that because ten more. I forgot about that. Nope, because in you ten more people. You also have work. Yep, Panic Citadel. I'm gonna go buy Redbubble and buy that shirt now. But wait, or not it's Red not on Redbubble, it's on T Public. It's on uh, T Public. We'll, we'll talk. Yep. I need to get a copy too. Uh, gotta get it in Heather. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's gonna happen. So if hey, if you want to make more games happen on this channel, go to our Patreon, uh, where we have stretch goals that like at 125 patrons, uh, we're gonna run a once a month Radiant Citadel game, and then at 150, I don't know, man, like we'll do something else. At 500, I'll write a sequel to Witchlight. How's that? Um, at 200 <laughs> i'll do an asmr as tasselhoff or raceland i'll do it as raceland i already do it as <laughs> valis valis is just my race yes. voice <laughs> all right so go. it's time to draw for this right now christine drum roll all right here we're going who wins iron, iron warrior. warrior x congratulations hey, congratulations. congratulations super nice person congratulations please I whisper me as at lady liliana on twitch with your email address and whether or not you are in the u.s um and we will add you to the pile to send off to norse foundry now folks if you did not win a set of dice tonight don't worry because on dragonlance sessions one two and three coming up the next three wednesdays we're going to have a draw during our break that's normally around 8 30 to 9 o'clock or so pacific standard time p.m not am or no um so yeah come try again um and that would be fantastic to have you there and to help this new campaign um go go big 
um, because it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. I have been wanting to run. I've been wanting to run Dragonlance since before I actually knew what I. Uh... Ooh, I just had a memory. I just realized the first novel I ever I tried to write see, was a Dragonlance story. I can see story. a memory coming out of your yeah, head. Yeah, this a like, core visibly. memory. Something it was like being like dribbled <laughs> the out. The first like, novel that I ever tried to write was a freaking Dragonlance novel, and I printed it out on my dot matrix printer. You know the one with the <laughs> strips. Yes, <Yep>. yes. <laughs> Holy shit! There was a joke about a banana. I was trying to write humor. I was like thirteen. It was not funny. Um. It wasn't lewd, but it was just not funny. Anyway, uh, that's so yeah. I'm obsessed with Dragonlance, or at least I, I was when I was a kid. And this is—it's wonderful to be able to come back to the world of Kryn, uh, which has influenced so much fantasy, uh, from my games to people like like Matthew Mercer. Um, just read through some of the critical lore backstory, and like Jen was, and she's like, "Hmm, a cataclysm, eh? Or shall we say, a calamity?" <laughs> and it's 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 so influential on our on our gaming culture it's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun and i hope you stick around Actually, for yeah it. right I just realized that it was like, oh, that's why i got right? the timeline yeah. wrong i was like oh it's only been 300 yeah. years and you guys are like 800 where'd you get 300 i'm like oh a similar event also the dwarves have been away for 300 years the dwarves oh, have been away for 300 years it. yeah those dwarves. all right uh so are folks, they even real <laughs> I don't know. There's an elf on a shelf, though. Um, what? Let's let's go around in a big circle and say a quick goodbye. Say where you can find us and uh, and who you've been. Uh, let's start with Jen and let's end with me. Jen. Sure. Hi. Uh, yeah, I'm Jen. I'm Achilles Daniels in the chat and um, on other social media and in the Discord. And I'm in there and keep getting summoned when Mage is mentioned, which is good because I'm gonna apparently be running Technocracy. Uh, sometime in the new year and we should chat about that so we should yeah that's uh, me. cal hello um it's me cal uh i don't stream or anything but sometimes i do the podcasting uh you can follow me on uh i was gonna say i almost flubbed up twitter twit that that's it that's what it's called um, if people still use that at uh, huh. NeoCal, N-E-O underscore K-A-L. It's not just on fire? <laughs> it's not just no. on fire? Well, I think people are com new people are coming because they want to be part of the fire. Like it, It's like a, a, like yeah. a riot. Only like 5% of people are actually doing anything dangerous. Everyone else well, is just there eating popcorn. The vast majority of it is just kind of chugging along as usual, ignoring the fire above them. <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're just like, oh, this is the third time Twitter's dead. Oh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, you can find you there at Lasercomb at Productions me. as well for your podcasting. Oh, if you really want to, you can follow uh, Too Much Energon in proper. It's, it's in all no, caps. Don't, don't go to it. Not Enough Energon because that's a different podcast. He's not on that one. Disgusting. <laughs> Never. Disgusting. No, if, if Transformers are your thing, Too Much Energon. Look it up do it uh especially because there's a new movie coming out for that but that is robin hi i'm robin and you can find me in the chat a second gamer um every once in a blue moon i stream on my own channel doing guild wars and stuff but i really don't think i'm going to be doing that anytime soon because i have to start prepping for radiant citadel which i totally forgot that i have to cast um 
So, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm here on Dork Tales because this is uh, so it's much fun. What, what, what? It's your home. What? It's my home. It is true. It's your home. Dark Tales is my home. Um, but yeah, super looking forward to this. Um, and uh, just just mild panic at the Citadel. Chris. Hello. Uh, Chris and uh, I can be found uh, as Diggy Blog in the chat and on the Discord. Uh, I often lurk in the memes because they're lit. The memes are lit. Um, I can also be found sometimes on Dork Tales. And if you're lucky, you might uh, catch a glimpse of me at Dork Tales. Uh, really looking forward to this game with this group of people. Um, it's so good to be... I've had so much fun gaming with uh, Kelly, Robin, and uh, Christine on um, uh, Call of the Netherdeep. And like, I'm really looking forward to gaming with Cal and Jen again. Like, This is going to be fantastic. And I know it's going to be so much trouble. <laughs> I just can't wait for that. I'm one of those players that really likes to hurt them more, so uh, bring them on. Nice. Uh, and finally, Christine. Uh, I'm Christine. You can find me as Lady Liliana on Twitch, where I stream as well. Um, mainly Guild Wars, but I also have a few new games that I'll be playing at some point when I have time. Um, otherwise, you can also find me on various social medias like Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok as Lady Liliana. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. This is going to be great. I'm looking forward to playing a sweet character again and trying out a really non-combat heavy character. This will either be incredibly frustrating or make me be very creative. So we shall see. I'm looking forward to the costume and makeup, though. I'm trying going to have to do that this weekend to see how it works. <laughs> that reminds me, Chris, I got to meet up with you sometime and pick up my black robes from you. Ooh. Black robes. Sus. Why would you need? Why would you need that, so Kelly? Sus. Yeah. Why <laughs> are you I'm, needing that, Kelly? Because right. I'm Dalimar the Dark, and this is what my voice sounds like <laughs> in my head, at least. Oh, at least God. when I was ten. Deal with it, <laughs> Dalimar. What do your eyes look like? Dalimar, nothing, nothing. I'll put. I, I, yeah, I'll, oh, I'll get the goat yes. contacts. All right. So, hey, folks, that is going to be it for us tonight. Thank you so much for tuning in. A big thank you to everybody who makes this happen. Uh, all of you viewers on Twitch, all of you viewers on YouTube, all of you listeners on podcast when I eventually put this on the podcast. And a tremendous thank you to our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales. Uh, this is a full-time gig keeping this stream and this channel going. Uh, and we cannot do it without you. In particular, I have to do a shout out to the ones who, who give the most from the bottom of their hearts uh, to keep the lights on here. Uh, starting with Shelton the World Builder, thank you so much for being my royal producer. Thank you to my two divine producers, uh, two and a half, um, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and my mom, uh, who just joined up in that tier, so I have to thank her at every episode. Thanks, Mommy, uh, for being a divine Thanks, producer, mom. and also Bob, my stepdad, I guess. Um, thank you so much to that's so embarrassing I love it I love it so much it's so dorky and she's never going to watch this but I'm a man of my word so I got to do it um, to my demonic producers Soul Omen and Bracarius thank you so much for being here um, uh, you can check Dork Tales uh, people out every Friday night on Bracarius's channel uh, twitch.tv slash Brecarius B-R-E-K uh, A-R-I-U-S, uh, where you can see our graphic designer, Michael, and uh, Trizelta, uh, who actually has two legs in person, uh, play on his channel. Um, 
A big thank you as well to uh, Tammy the Forever Cleric, who is amazing and wonderful and is our wizard of the Patreon. Uh, to the Traveler, Trezelta, Cubby Gummy, Ambertha's Buddy, and Darren, the original Dork... Er, Darren. To Taryn, the original Dork Tales fangirl. Uh, thank you so much for being the princess of the Patreon. Uh, and finally, uh, once again, a huge thank you to Michael, uh, who designed all of the graphics for this um and you you have no idea he he's done so much cool work for for like the the maps and the regular overlays after we get out of session zero you are going to absolutely love it um and uh also uh, a big shout out to our artist kiyoshuki who you can find uh in the credits below and you should go support them they are an amazing artist and are are very reasonable for personal commissions uh for commercial commissions they are still pretty damn reasonable considering one of the fastest and best artists that i have ever had the pleasure of working with and we'll we'll say that to the day i stop streaming uh so go check them out uh right right they yeah i i barely had to like say anything to correct the, what we got you, you were like, like can that part of the hammer be flatter and that was it yeah i was like yeah. no it's perfect <laughs> oh yeah no totally yeah. they got i gave them like three different face faces and said okay a little bit of that smirk a little bit of that like eye let look and a little bit of like that angle and they combined it into the perfect like shy look and i was like yeah because <sighs> she's, she's great she, she's great uh but go check out kiyoshuki uh, and with that thank you so much for tuning in um we love you very much and we hope you have a fantastic night. We will see you next one next Wednesday night for Dragonlance Shadow the Dragon Queen. Good night. Raceland, 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 Raceland. Dragonlance Shadow of the Dragon Queen is a Dork Tales production. It stars Chris Blog as Godfrey High Valor, Robin Holford as Razira Moonbrush, Jen Peters as Hazel Nightgranin, Christine Rattray as Kalara Vingard, and Kaylin Vincent as Orontiros. Its dungeon master is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from tabletopaudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a roleplayer can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your roleplaying experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash dorktales, starting with our Patreon producers, our world-building producers, Shulton and Jade, the maker of monsters, our divine producers, DM Michael Gray, the great and powerful, and, uh, my mom, and I guess my stepdad, Bob, our demonic producer, Bricarious, our fun but evil Funkful. We love you, Uncle Marty. Our wizard of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric. You're a wizard now, Tammy. Our princes of the Patreon, Taryn, the original Dorktales fangirl, Dustin, our time-traveling buddy from 1977, Trezelta, a.k.a. James Bododge, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, The Traveler, Raven with Baubles, Karasha Urquhart, Drew Thompson, Sergio, Chef Eladeth, and Larouk, our level 20 hero, Mike Eilat, the graphics guy, our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the straw hat devil, Hans H. Boundahoof, Professor Multiverse, Snowy323, Adam Bomb, Tabitha Rudkin, Chandra Magic, Prophet of Woe, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Renee Hayes, Spork Saber, Sorcerer Sanguine, Colin Son, Iron Warrior X, Danica Rising, Voidweaver, and Rufio are very important patrons who donate five or more dollars per month. An actual guinea pig, Dale Cope, the eternal student of life, Camille, who may be six possums in a trench coat, Evan, longtime listener, first time patron, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale. 
Krista Mitchell, the CGFX engine. Rio, but without the OZ. Robin Holford, the wine master. United Adventure Company. SM Pace, Hillary, Matt Diaz, Eric and Amber, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Svensson, Olivia, Joe Abad, Red Monk, Storm Shanks, Jacob, Random Equinox, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, Ray G, The Bong Master, David Ellis, Jeremy Smith, Lockjen, Slurm, Slouching Beast, Graham Rudkin, Frankenax, Policino, Chris Deeds, Malazang, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Laura Arasmith, Sean Oldham, Mashmakan, Just Andy, an insomniac veterinarian, Marcel, Los Grack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, Whistler, DM Shari, Gaming Hyperpanda, Stuart Tiffin, Mr. J's Comics, Ethereal Ashy, The Dixon Three, Owls, Bartold, KC, Eduardo Garcia, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Fally Pally, Waffle Rabbit, Eric of Norse Foundry, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Caitlin Vinkel, Brandon Keane, Walter Manbeck, Wordsmite 12, Diggy Diggy Blog, Marcos Olguin, Ardrick, and Chris Kane. And finally, our Dork Squad. Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent, CTRSTY, Hayliz, Patrick, Zach Rules, Ace Emmett, Renee Anderson, Britton Williams, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embry, Catherine Petricelli, Kathleen Halperin, Robin Barton, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Heavy Metal and T, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Shannon McLean, Oni Yuri, Cade Green, and Stephen Pearson. If you'd like to hear your name at the end of these episodes and get access to exclusive perks, feel free to join us on patreon.com slash dorktales. Dorktale survives on the generosity of our patrons, and I can't express how grateful I am to each and every one of you for your support. Thank you so much, and thanks to you for listening. If you want to reach out, you can find us on the Dorktales Discord. We hope you join us, and we'll see you in the next episode.